Ladies and gentlemen, Oklahoma is no longer a state. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just smaller. Just smaller. Just, a lot just, smaller. A lot smaller. A lot smaller. Yeah, Supreme Court ruled today, for those that don't know, that uh, uh, half of Oklahoma is in Native American reservation. And it's funny because depending on who you ask, they're going to tell you two different things. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right away that my, my reading of this as a not lawyer is, you know what? It's so shocking. I'm just laughing. It's just, it's, so, so listen, I think right now. I'm not now, laughing about it. We're, we are literally dealing with this cultural revolution, mm-hmm. like Trump said. Yep. And so you have people in media saying, no, 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 calm down. No, no, it's, it's totally okay. It's just they're only talking about crimes. The state of Oklahoma is totally normal. Meanwhile, the state of Oklahoma is like, if you do this, you will cleave our state in half. You will take away tax revenue. You'll put us at risk and uncertainty. And then everyone else, and then, and then you get the media going, shh, shh, it's fine. Yeah, that's what Forgive they want. Give them their land back. And lose your your representatives in government. There are so many implications to this ruling, whether or not the Supreme Court said it was only pertaining to federal crimes or not. If this land is a Native American reservation, it, it, it impacts congressional representation, taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it represents who can be held accountable for crimes. And we're getting a narrative from... I don't know. There's two narratives. There's, the state is certainly freaking out. I'm sure. Because I think they realize he's lost their jurisdiction. And I'm seeing a lot of comments from people saying, no, 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 it's fine. And I'm like, hmm, well, I guess you got to pick which one you think is, is really going on. If you read the, the media and the left, they're like, this will just mean that in instances of prosecutions for major crimes, the federal government will handle it. But then if you actually what the state is saying, they're like, we have just lost our state. Yep. It's gone. It's, 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 it's Muscogee Nation now. But anyway, that's what we're going to get to in tonight's episode of TimCast IRL. I am Tim Poole, your host. Joining me tonight for today's episode, as always, is his co-host, Adam Krigler. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. How are you tonight? And also we have... Oh, yeah. Sour Patch Lids. Hi. I'm producing over here. And make sure, as always, to... Smash that like button. What was that? <laughs> I had to wait till the produ- the producer was slacking over there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not producing. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, producing. Quote. I would like to unquote. show you. Thanks, Adam. Y'all laughed at me. Y'all <laughs> laughed at me. Well, yes, who's we laughing did. now? <laughs> so uh, I'm just gonna just say I'm still laughing at you. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I went out. You see, you see, I knew it. I knew it. I went on Amazon. I got me a pack of Redskins playing cards. I got a face mask. New Jersey says that you must wear a face mask, so I bought a Redskins face mask. And now when I go out, I have to wear a mask. I'm going to wear the Washington Redskins. And the reason why I'm saying, you know, y'all laughed at me is because it's now been officially banned. You can't buy the merchandise from yeah, Amazon, Walmart. Yeah, it was Walmart. banned for a reason, Tim. So you wearing that is offensive. I guess. How to dare who? you? Where's who's the aff- button? Who's offended? Where is it? Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> where's the button? Yeah, we got. I need this handy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. We also have the city councilwoman or a city councilwoman from Seattle saying that she wants to overthrow the country and, and create a socialist new order or something. What? I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> oh but I, but I'll, I'll tell you, man, that what you got to be careful of when wow. it comes to these Supreme Court rulings, when it comes to the fact that, look, I'm gonna say it. If the Supreme Court says that half of Oklahoma is a, is a Native American reservation. So I looked up, I looked this stuff up. Yeah. Native American reservations are federal jurisdiction. They don't get congressional representation. So oh, what does man. that say for the people of Tulsa? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I bet, I, I, I bet they're all Trump supporters. 
Well, I mean, only only sixty two hundred people showed up to the Tulsa rally. So, but it is it is Republican. You know, we'll see. Yeah. But there's there's a lot of interesting things here. So we we've got this story. We've got Socialist Seattle, and they're doing uh, a, a segregated white racial de de whiteness training, oh, like man. undoing your whiteness. How does that work? Listen, man. Do you get like mel- melanin? plugged into your skin somehow no no whiteness (laughs) is like one of my favorite articles ever was that i'm gonna here's the here's the title of the article black men are the white people of black people yes have you ever seen that article i've I've heard this before it's a real article it's amazing because whiteness is literally just it would be it's like you know i'm allowed to say whiteness it's funny but imagine if i took a different race and added ness to it it's yeah. the same thing, okay, and it would be considered a slur. You know what I mean? Well, you're you're. This is true. He is Korean. I, I'm not even gonna play games. No, no playing games. No. Okay. Right. No, because you don't. I don't know. I don't know what YouTube's <laughs> gonna do. In trouble, yeah. I'm not gonna give him an excuse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel like we're already on thin ice from yeah, the conversations we nice. Well, I'm actually really mad <laughs> because I can't say Korean slurs, but no. you know, people can can rap songs can use the N word. Mm-hmm. That's racist. I should be able to use the G word. Well, as Don Lemon said seven years ago, they should stop using that word. I mean. So I'm just going off what he said right now. I'm just saying, what about my rights to use the G word? I had a conversation with a Korean person about this who was like. I don't even know what the G word is. I can't say it. I literally can't say it. I don't even know. Uh, I don't think any. Actually, you know what? I got to. I got to be honest. I'm willing to bet that YouTube doesn't even know what the G word is either. Really? I bet. I bet. I, I'm not going to say anything. We're not no, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna... waiting. I'm waiting for chat to explode on what oh, it is. No. If all I'm seeing is what's the, what is it? Oh, nobody knows what it is. Nobody if knows. They, dang. If good. so, good. I don't. See, great. I love our audience. I yeah. don't know if because YouTube b- blocks a bunch of words. Okay. I actually had a conversation with a Korean person about this, uh, about whether or not we are allowed to say it. And the agreement was, yeah, of course. And I was like, even me? Because I'm mostly white, you know, but like my family is is part Korean. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, yeah, for sure, definitely. Oh, okay. I, I they see ch- it? Well, there's, yeah, there it is. Yeah, okay, there's many, many yeah. ch- chat people that have figured out what it is. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, 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 I'll tell you what, man, I'd be willing to bet that if you went out in public mm-hmm. and asked strangers to say, to like, could, could you read these words? And you wrote like bicycle, you know, machine gun, elephant, G word. G word. They would just say it. Yeah. They, they would just say it. And you'd right. be like, thank you for that. And you have a recording of that person putting out a racial slur. So there was actually, uh, uh, I, was, I, was, I was actually, I'm going to keep this one relatively vague, but I was talking to some friends <laughs> and I brought up the fact that most people don't know any racial slurs outside of like the N word, for instance, and these, the S word and a lot of slurs. And I was like, so what would happen if you went to like Starbucks and they asked your name and you gave them like a, a racial slur for a race that Americans don't care about, like Koreans. Okay. Like I'm pretty confident if I went to Starbucks and they asked for my name and I said the G word, say they do- would just do- yell it out. Dr. G. No, no, no. If I said my name is, you know, G word. Yeah. They would write it on. They would write it down. And then someone would make my Frappuccino and they'd grab it and go <gasps> and just yell, yell it out. Is there a G word? Your Frappuccino's ready. No, they would go G word. G word. And I'd be like, whoa, 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 dude. Are you kidding me? What's going on? I start Throwing stuff and flipping tables, That'd be fun. and then you that. film it, and uh, boom, gotcha, Starbucks, gotcha. Yeah. But I was like, canceled, the, the canceled point, Starbucks. The point I was making was that Americans only care about some minorities; they don't care about Asians. Same with free you speech. Could, that's basically of course. The, that's their argument now. 
What, what? They don't want all free speech. They just want their free speech. They say they're for their, free speech. Their specific speech that they appro- their approved speech. What they've actually That's argued? Not free speech. They've <laughs> argued we're actually in favor of free speech. Free speech because when marginalized voices are oppressed, then they can't speak. So by banning hate speech, you actually protect free speech. And I'm like, do you know what free speech means? Yeah. Like anybody can give not their that. thoughts and opinions. Right. So you can't ban speech and claim it's free speech. Mm-hmm. That's not real. Yeah, there's a there's a very, very solid line between having all free speech and not having free speech. And if you if you ban anything, that's not free speech at all. Boom. There's it's it's black and white. Yep. It's very Can but, I even but, say that anymore? Probably not. <laughs> we're like we're, we, we, we you know, what? the cliffs are eroding. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the way I describe it. When they when they start banning more and more people, uh, James Lindsay. You mentioned yep. this before we started the show. Yep. Uh, Conceptual James, he was just he just he was, he was on Joe Rogan. Yep, gained a bunch of followers because he's talking about intersectionalism. He pushes back hard, and they suspended his Twitter account for no reason. He's a what is he a math PhD? Yeah, he's a math PhD. A tweeting yep. like here's how intersectionality and wokeism works, and they're like suspended. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We can't have people understanding what's going on. No, that's true. They can't. That's exactly why I said <laughs> that's what it. They yep. banned free speech. Yep. I'm going to take that as you telling me I was right. You are right. You yes, are correct, good sir. Correct, sir. <laughs> oh, it's like the sun shining on me. <laughs> no, but but the 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 thing about the racial slurs I thought was really funny mm-hmm. is I was like, you could very easily make a, a whole montage of all of these different chain restaurants, their employees yelling racial slurs because they wouldn't know what the words meant. I was I was thinking about it because I was watching South Park. You ever see that episode of South Park where they go to the, uh, the what is it, the Intolerance Museum? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. And like they're like, we don't tolerate intolerance. But they go <laughs> through this tunnel where it just spouts a whole bunch of racial slurs. Okay. And what was interesting to me about it is I didn't know, I didn't know 90% of the words. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch it, it's like a bunch of words. And I have a friend of mine who's Italian, and he pointed out, I was like, oh, yeah, they're making fun of Italians. And I was like, I never heard that. Wow. I didn't know that. And so I actually started asking people, and they don't know anything. In fact, like the slur for uh, Hispanic people, mm-hmm. most people don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can't say anything. Don't say. That. Well, no, no, no. I, I was just gonna say that I, I think for the most part, because they don't, they don't know them. Because most people aren't racist anymore. Yep. Yeah, it's just they don't know them. Most don't people know aren't them. racist anymore. People are just like, oh Bro. yeah, oh, are you a cool person? Cool. Do you know how? Cool. I, 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 know, right. I know, I know, like probably all of the racial slurs for Asian people. Because probably it's probably because how I grew up. And what are you racist or something? Because because well, Asians are super racist. Oh no, you had your buddy sure, who, who yeah, straight up was like, oh yeah, you're you're this racial slur. Oh yeah, you're yeah, this yeah. racial He's the slur. Eric Cartman of my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah Eric but th- we thought it was hilarious. Yeah. For, those, for, for those who don't know the context, when I was growing up, there's one kid who just would call everybody by their racial slur, and it meant literally. It, I would say it meant nothing to us, like it didn't affect us. Yeah, but I would say it was actually a net positive. Because it was basically like the ultimate diversity yeah. and inclusion. It was like, listen, when we're here together skateboarding as friends, yeah. we are all equally racial slurs. <laughs> Equal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> Did he talk in the third person too? Like, no. Whatever, his, whatever he would have been, I don't know. Well, like he would point it out if someone told him. Yeah. He would just yell it. And He's he like, whoa, whoa, yelling. whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, we, don't we, call me by my name. Call me this Racial slur that fits <laughs> we, me perfectly. Look, we, I want to be included too. We <laughs> grew up. Oh, and of course, white people have racial slurs. There's a oh, whole yeah. bunch of slurs for all the different white people. Mm-hmm. But we grew up uh, with with South Park and Family Guy and all these jokes. So everybody loved it. And and George Carlin. Yeah. You know you know where he got it from? 
What? He got it from George Carlin doing the bit where he said all the all racial slurs. And he just yeah. goes off and he memorized them all. And so we all grew up like urban liberal Chicago yep. watching George Carlin. Mm-hmm. And so that and, and South Park. And so it was hilarious when we'd be out skating and then he just start mouthing off. And yeah. it's, funny. it's funny. You know, and what he did the best of is he he took the power away from it. He, he took took away the the hate out of out of it. In, in, well, he weakened it. In, in, well, no, they're, everyone's bringing it back. They're oh, yeah, they're sure. empowering all these words. They're bringing it back. They're they're making it that it is a hate thing instead of um, you have no power here anymore because we have thick skin. We have spines. We know who we are. We don't let that affect us anymore. That's that's we're losing that. It's worse. They fired the guy from Papa John's for complaining about it. Do you know? Did you, did you hear the story? <laughs> I did hear the story, dude. I will not talked about it. I, I mean this. I am not one to get overly like. Like Chick-fil-A, I don't care, man. If I feel like getting a chicken sandwich, I'm going. You know, Chick-fil-A was doing this, this donations to like Christian groups. And I said, I don't care. And then they canceled. And I was like, I don't care. And they started pandering to the far left. And I'm like, I still don't care, man. Yeah, yeah. Like all of these companies do different things. I'll tell you what, though. Papa John's. I will never eat Papa John's again. That crossed the line. Papa John. The original. Was on a phone call. OG. And he was complaining that uh, Colonel Sanders used the N-word. And, and no one said anything about it. And that was his complaint. He was like, you know, you, you get Colonel Sanders. And he said, and he actually used the full N-word. Mm. But to complain about it. And then somebody on the call leaked it to Forbes or something. And then they forced him out of the company. They pulled his name off universities. His company. His company. This is the most insane cancel culture I've ever seen. That you were literally agreeing and complaining about someone getting away with using the word. And they take your name off of a, like a building where you've donated all this money. Yeah, it's they, ridiculous. They, 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 like, tried to destroy his life. Why? He didn't even disagree with them, man. Right. Do you know about the guy at Netflix? No. This is, the, this is probably the best cancel culture example. Let me just tell all of y'all listening. Right now, there are a bunch of threads going around on Twitter where they're like, cancel culture isn't real. And there's one going viral <laughs> where they're like, if you've been canceled, you need to atone for your wrongs and earn back the respect. Okay. An executive over at Netflix... <laughs> was giving was having a discussion about why about what words were offensive and could not be used and so he started explaining to people here are some examples of words you can't use and he said them and somebody in the meeting went he actually said it and they went to hr and they said he said the word so they brought him into hr and asked him what happened and as he was describing the the incident he said the word again and then someone in the hr meeting went he said the word to us they fired him he was saying, I was telling people that these uh, words are offensive and we can't have them on Netflix. Words like, and then he lists them off. Yep. And then they you know, started all panicking and crying and hiding in the corner, screaming that they were under a violent assault by, by this man. And so do they, do they have to go back to you know, writing notes and passing them around? These are the words that you must omit from your vocabulary. The Q word. You know, this is, this is the thing. We're, we're both from Chicago. I, I know you, know you know him. He's from Chicago. Oh, well, yeah. I'm from Chicago, too. We're going to talk about <laughs> it a lot. That's kind of how we do things here at TimCast. We talk about Chicago, that we're from Chicago. Well, one thing about Chicago that you may or may not know, they love their pizza. All right? And we know we know pizza in Chicago, right? Am I right? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So we know pizza. Papa John's, you, you don't make pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Your pizza sucks. All right? I'm saying it. So it's no loss. I, I, I'm not even a big fan of Papa John's. If you want good pizza, don't don't go. What's your favorite pizza out of Chicago? 
Uh, Dondi's Pizza. Dondi's? Yeah, you might not know it. It's, uh, no, is that a small one? It's one. It's one Dondi's. There's only one. I worked there. I actually delivered pizzas for a while. That was one of my jobs. It was awesome. You know, job. what I used to get all the time from Big. I think it was Big Lou's Jardinera mm-hmm. Pizza. Ooh. Nice. And I know that you guys listening don't even know what Jardinera is. Oh, that's too bad. It is. <laughs> Chicago Jardin- thing. Mm, that's a kind of say. Yeah, yeah. Chicago thing. Jardinera. Yeah, man. Dude. Mm. It's weird, but I'll just tell you, it's like putting carrots and celery on your pizza. And yeah. cauliflower. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. It sounds weird, but I mean. With pepper. I love somewhere. it. Yeah. So let's do this. Hold on. Before before we do, I, I wanted to, to bring this up. I'm actually seeing this a lot. It's this these lists that people are making of businesses like Papa John's and even Netflix, I guess, probably will make this list of people that are like, if you are so weak-willed to cancel people, we're not going to support you anymore. Yeah. I'm seeing this pop up more and more. And it's like they're they're now boycott. Yeah, basically they're they're saying like we're not going to give this company our money if they're going to just cater to this uh cancel culture essentially, you know? And it's they, like they, it's they, becoming you know more why, and more you, prevalent you know as why we go that, on. You know why I don't think that would work? Why? These companies already made their bed knowing full well they'll lose the conservative cash. Hmm. They made a calculated decision before they published, before they got woke. How much do we stand to lose and how much do we stand to gain? And they chose a side. Well, and they've opted for the safe. They think it's safer yeah, to go left. I do agree with that because it, it is about the money. Yep. And that's not necessarily to say that that bet is going to you know, be fruitful for them. You know, it, there might come a chance or you know, a yep. time where people actually enough people make a, a huge dent and they're going, oh, wow, we're actually losing money now because we made I this mean, decision. Parlor is probably the best opportunity right now for collective conservative action mm-hmm. because the user base is 99.9% you know, conservative. Okay. So it would be really easy for anybody on Parlor, you, to be like, echo this post so that everyone on the site sees it and send a message about X tax company. So we, we were talking about this before. Like one of the, one of the things that conservatives and, and, and now moderates who, have al- who are you know, aligned with conservatives on free speech issues, the reason why they can't succeed against the left in many of these culture war battles is because the left has already been organizing for decades. They have email lists. They have large groups. They're high profile Twitter accounts with huge followings. They're verified. They put out one tweet to a couple hundred thousand people. Hey, everybody hit up Verizon and tell them you're in a boycott. And they do. And Verizon panics. Conservatives don't do that. Imagine if there was a a version of that on, say, Parler and said, everybody spend 10 seconds doing this. That would be that would that would cause these companies to panic. Getting, getting, getting from the left and the right flank, they'd be like, what do we do? Yep. How about we shut up and don't do politics anymore? Done. Think about if they, like, they put their stupid little brand logo and brand message. Here at Brand, we support group of people. And then all of a sudden they got a huge wave of like 200,000 comments being like polite, not hateful, just saying we really would respect you more if you didn't engage in politics. Yeah. Look, man, you deliver pizzas you know, for my kid's birthday. The last thing I need from you is a lecture on my, my political opinions. You know what? Just please give me pizza. That is a fantastic idea, Tim. Wink, wink for the people who aren't, I just aren't actually watching us. Well, I'm not going to do it. You can do it. I, and as easily as I can do it, you can do it too. I'm talking to anyone who's listening to me right now. You can also do this. You know, a lot of people have come up to me like, oh, why, why haven't you started this, you know, this email list? Because I'm, I'm spending most of my day researching uh, the stuff that's going on you know it's like i if i started focusing on just researching what companies are canceling people that's a very slim thing and i don't want that i i'm trying to maintain a really broad sense of of 
the atmosphere of what's going on in this country. And I think that's really important being where I'm at, you know, sitting next to you. Like I, I need a broader, you know, sense of things. So I, it's not up, you know, and, and actually someone, you know, kind of reamed us out like, oh, you have this this skate park in your backyard when you should be, yep. you know, spending money on, you know, organizing a movement. It's like, do you not watch our show? Do you not know what we talk about? We, you know, this is the forum that we have helping people learn how to speak, have a civil conversation, even if you don't agree. Yep. And that's okay. You know, now people are questioning whether or not the show will last. It's like they clearly don't understand the, the friendship that you and I have. Well, they're like the questioning that we argue on the show. It's a show, people. <laughs> I, I know. We just built a new four foot quarter pipe. And Adam, he put the final. Well, you basically built the whole thing. Yeah. And he threw down a blunt, blunt rock fakie. First, first tricks. Good, good, good go. Right. Yeah. And I was worried it was going to fall over because it wasn't weighted, and you just went for it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So no, we have yeah we have a skate park. That's and how I skate though. Listen, man, I'm not. An, I'm, I don't consider myself to be overtly an activist. I consider myself to be politically active on certain issues mm-hmm. like freedom, liberty, things like that, and that's why I speak out against it. But I'm not a political operative in that sense. I don't go and hang out with political groups to give them advice on their political positions and what they should or shouldn't do. I don't do yep. it. But that's why I said I'm not going to make an email list. No. Nope. Hey, you can, Adam, if you'd like. And that's just not something I do. But this is this is kind of the thing I'm talking about. This is the problem with a lot of, of what's going on. Everybody expects someone else to do the work. Yep. You all, every single one of you needs to do work. We all need to understand what's going on. Every single person needs to get out and do the research and understand what's happening. Everybody. It's on everybody. We're all humans. We're all Listen, here. We all want this to, to be better. We all want to live comfortably. You, that, that's could, it. Could, what, would it what, what, what would it have been like if, if the Planeteers never po- combined their powers right? with their rings? And, and they would Captain be, Planet? No Captain Planet. Yeah. It was only when they realized that together, when they, when they pointed their rings in the sky... They could summon Captain Planet. Yes. Yes, Tim. I'm spinning the UFO. That's a, that's a spin. It's a spin for Tim. I, can't, I couldn't think of any of the bad guys from Captain Planet. Loot and Plunder. <laughs> Plunder. That was his name, right? And uh, uh, that, was, that was great. That was a Ted Turner show. Man. Captain Planet. You know what really annoyed me about Captain Planet? What? They, never, they, they almost never actually used their rings on their own. That's like true. at a certain point, like you can have some personal responsibility too. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like there, there'd be some episodes... Like sometimes they'd be like, you know, Wheeler would be like fire and actually burn something. <laughs> yeah. But I guess the concern was that if he was like going around burning people, like the bad guy shows up and he would, you know, that, well, hold on a minute. If, <laughs> oh, if you're fighting this big evil guy who's going to pollute this whole country and kill all these people, Wheeler could walk up to him, point, point at the, the ring in his face and go fire and just light the dude up. Yep. But they never did. And that's because violence is not the answer to him. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Look, man, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't agree with... Uh, I, I don't agree with the death penalty, but okay. I do believe there is a line. You know, so I, people ask me about this. Like, what if you're in combat? That's different. So, so I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of Batman's no-kill policy because you end up with that, with the Justice Lords timeline where the Joker ends up, you know, drugging Superman. Superman goes and wipes out Metropolis and all that stuff. And then he gets mad because Batman could have stopped Joker if Batman would just, you know, grow a pair. Okay. Joker literally kills millions of people. At a certain point, like you can, you can, I don't, I don't believe that after you sub- subdued somebody and locked them up, that you can then go about ending them. But if someone's literally on the verge about to kill a bunch of people, then, and you have to stop them by any means necessary, that I understand. Okay. You know, that's just my point about, you know, Batman. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Oklahoma. 
Oh, goodness. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen. Oklahoma. Now that you're all here. Oklahoma is, I guess it's two states. So we have this story from CNBC. For those that aren't familiar, this is a big ruling today. And I was really confused why it wasn't getting more attention. Me the too. Supreme Court has ruled that the eastern half of Oklahoma is a Native American reservation. Like more than half. Yeah. On, according to the map. This, well, th- I got it. It's a chunk. A, here you go. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty much half, I guess. So I think, I'm not entirely sure this is, I, I, this is just an image I found on the internet, which is supposedly the original 1866 treaty reservation. Look at this little piece of Oklahoma right there. Well, you're good right there in that little corner. You're all right. You're still, <laughs> you're still under state jurisdiction. That's going to be stolen by Kansas in no so, time. Right. Here's the big challenge. Depending on who, what, who you ask, well, actually, for the most part, no one's talking about this. Yeah, why? It's, it's being weird. covered. But I'm on Twitter and I'm like, shouldn't people be saying something? Yeah, I saw, how I saw, is it not exploding? I saw a tweet from someone saying, uh, guys, I know Trump's tax returns and all that, but what about this story? And no one cared. So I started, I looked it up and I read it and I, and I just like started, I busted out laughing. Yeah. Like my, seriously, I was, my main segment today is about this. And I was originally going to talk about like Joe Biden adopting Bernie's policies. Yeah. And then I saw this and I started laughing. I'm like the whole article. It's, I'm sorry, man. I'm just going to say it based on what I've read. Yeah. And I've read multiple articles and I've seen I've listened to what the Supreme Court justices have said. Mm-hmm. It sounds like precedent has been set to dissolve the U.S. So, yeah, I, so I agree. It's pretty scary. The simplified version of this argument is that the U.S. never officially dissolved the Native American reservation of Oklahoma when they made it a state. Yeah. Uh, Chief Justice Roberts said that's not true. Of course they did. They made it a state. Of course they did. So why are these other justices arguing that it's still a Native American reservation? Based on that precedent, you would need to make sure, I, I assure you right now, every single Native American lawyer mm-hmm. is pulling up every treaty, yep. and they're going to point to a single word and go, bam, imprecise language. Yep. So there were 10 other states that warned, warned the Supreme Court, if you rule in favor of the Native American tribes, the same thing will happen in all of our states as well. Bye, Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii especially. I, I'm shocked Hawaii is still a thing. Like, it. This was the beginning of the day. Hawaii should have been like on yep. it already. Like, okay, bye. So, so here's here's the important get important out of factors. here. Depending on who you ask, you'll hear you'll hear something different. The 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 left the the Supreme Court justices who favored this, and the people who support them because it was all of the the liberal judges yeah. say no, no. It's only about federal. It's only about crimes. Mm-hmm. Like the, the state is still working with Tulsa. So this is 2 million Americans in this territory sure. that are now living on Native American reservation. This means so much more than anyone is saying. So let, 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 me, let me read Absolutely. you the story and try and figure this out. Right. So they say the Supreme Court ruled that a huge swath of the state of Oklahoma is Native American land for certain purposes, siding with a Creek Nation man who challenged his conviction by state authorities in the territory. I'm going to be very careful about reading the story because... The guy who won, is a diddler. Yeah. Not a good guy. Not a good guy. He, in 1997, he got convicted of diddling a, a child. A four-year-old. And Disgusting. argued that his conviction would not stand because it was legally Native American territory and the state had no right to prosecute. And the Supreme Court said, yes. Wow. Let the man go. And now the, now the state has said there's 1,700 violent criminals or just criminals in general that will now have the same... Ability. Yep, same argument. Now, now here's what the other side is saying. They're saying no, no, because their opportunity for appeal and all that has, you know, long since passed. I don't believe that. If they set a precedent that this is on, you know, 
uh, Native American land. Yeah, that means they were unlawfully arrested in the first yeah. place. How would you not be able to petition that? Exactly. But let's, let's read a little bit. They say the decision means that only federal authorities, no longer state prosecutors, can lodge charges against Native Americans who commit serious alleged crimes on that land, which is home to 1.8 million people. Of those people, 15% or fewer are Native Americans. Quote, today we, uh, we are asked whether the land these treaties promised remains an Indian reservation for purposes of federal criminal law, Gorsuch wrote. Because Congress has not said otherwise, we hold the government to its word. Now, here's, here's, here's why I think this is serious. Because I understand he's saying it's about uh, federal criminal law. But does this not open the door now for one-upping that argument and yep. saying, if for criminal purposes, why not other purposes? Yep. More importantly, what, what did the state say? The state didn't say this is only going to be about crimes. They said it's going to affect everything. Because think about this. He says federal criminal law. What, 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 what does the law do? What does the law do? Collect your taxes. You don't pay your taxes. Okay. What happens if you live in this Tulsa area and you do not pay your Oklahoma state tax? I'm sorry. Can they actually, uh, can, can the state come after you now? Or is this jurisdiction, is it, they say if you're a Native American. So, Which is only 15% of that. But I'm not entirely million. convinced it ends here, right? So let's take out the dissent, right? It, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts dissented the ruling as did fellow conservatives Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, and Brett Kavanaugh. In his dissent, Roberts warned that across this vast area now deemed to be Native American land, the state's ability to prosecute serious crimes will be hobbled, and decades of past convictions could be thrown out, could well be thrown out. Mm -hmm. On top of that, the court has profoundly destabilized the governance of eastern Oklahoma. The decision today creates significant uncertainty for the state's continuing authority over any area that touches Indian affairs, ranging from zoning and taxation to family and environmental law. None of this is warranted. What has gone unquestioned for a century remains true today. A huge portion of Oklahoma is not a Creek Indian reservation. Congress disestablished any reservation in a series of statutes leading up to Oklahoma statehood at the turn of the 19th century. The court reaches the opposite conclusion only by disregarding the well-settled approach required by our precedents. Republican Oklahoma Governor Kevin uh, Stitt said, I am aware of the ruling in McGirt v. Oklahoma uh, was handed down this morning by the Supreme Court. My legal team has been following the case closely and is reviewing the decision carefully. They will advise our team on the case's impact and what action, if any, is needed from our office. I'm going to skip over. They talk about McGirt. The state of Oklahoma, in turn, argued to the Supreme Court that the Creek Nation's claim territory was not a reservation at all. The state said, that if the Supreme Court accepted McGirt's reasoning, it would, quote, cause the largest judicial abrogation of state sovereignty in American history, cleaving Oklahoma in half. In court filings to support McGirt, the Muskegee Nation noted that although the, although the tribe had no role in the genesis of this litigation, it, quote, now finds its reservation under direct attack. Riaz Kanji, an attorney for the tribe, wrote in a filing that Oklahoma was exaggerating the jurisdictional problems that would ensue if the state lost its case. To the extent they hold any water, the state's posited consequences stem from the fact that both executive branch and state officials actively sought to undermine Congress's determination that the nation's government and territory would endure, Kanji wrote. Gorsuch endorsed that argument in Thursday's decision. He noted, in the majority opinion that no one disputes that Mr. McGirt's crimes were committed on lands described as the Creek Reservation in an 1866 treaty and federal statute. 
But in seeking to defend the state court judge in Pillow, Oklahoma has put aside whatever procedural defenses it might have and asked us to confirm that the land once given to the Creeks is no longer a reservation today. Gorsuch flatly rejected that request by the state. Under our constitution, states have no authority to reduce federal reservations lying within their borders. Just imagine if they did. A state could encroach on the tribal boundaries or legal rights Congress provided. And with enough time and patience, nullify the promises made in the name of the United States. That would be at odds with the Constitution, which entrusts Congress with the authority to regulate commerce with Native Americans and directs that federal treaties and statutes are the supreme law of the land. He added, if that happened, it would also leave tribal rights in the hands of the very neighbors who might be least inclined to respect them. Kanji, in an interview after the decision, said that despite the arguments by the state and in Robert's dissent, I don't think this case is going to have an earth going to have earth shattering consequences on the residents of the land by the Native Americans. It just doesn't change anything with respect to non-Indians in terms of criminal cases. Well, here's the issue I see with this. It definitely changes. And this is what you brought up. New lawsuits will emerge. Well, I believe that's what we'll see. They don't have representation anymore. The Americans that are now living in that area no longer have representation. I think they still legally do. Okay, so they still will have their seats, the Senate seats. I don't. Well, the Senate, yes, because Oklahoma is a state. Okay. But I'm curious as to how this will affect the congressional districts. Right. If they've said this is, this is a Native American reservation. Now, now here, here's what's the craziest thing about this, man. We have an 1866 treaty with them, right? Okay. Um, I mean, I, I've got a video showing all of the, you know, the territories of the, the, the Indian homeland, the Native American homeland and the reservations. And you can clearly see that we've gotten rid of many of their reservations. And this is the point I was bringing up earlier. If they're going to argue that this 1866 treaty, which we basically, you know, walked all over, mm-hmm. is is still being upheld, then why wouldn't any of these groups then just sue and say, oh, we have a treaty too. Yep. So how many how, how many other states are going to be impacted by this? I don't entirely know. I do know, based on a lot of the maps, the eastern region is fine. There's no reservations in the eastern region where most of the European settlers were, you know, during the first several hundred years. Then after the revolution from the, the late 1700s throughout the 1800s, we had westward expansion, manifest destiny, things like that. And, I mean, this clearly shows it all right here. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll let this roll in the background. This video calls it the invasion of America. I think it's kind of funny. But there's, there's a couple questions I have now based on this ruling. I think I think SCOTUS opened the door. I could be wrong. I'm not a lawyer, man. May, maybe there, may, I don't think there will be any earth shattering changes for now. But I think the door has been opened. The changes will slowly emerge. Yep, exactly. So in, the, in this video I've pulled up, it's going through the years and showing you the, the lands that are blue are slowly turning gray because they're being taken by the United States. You can see some reservations pop up here and there. But over time, more and more land is just absorbed into the U.S. A bunch of reservations pop up in California in the mid 1850s. So this is literally um, Americans just going out there, taking the land. Was there a treaty for any of these lands that were settled on by Americans with the Native Americans? Many know. of them, I would say no. Yeah. In fact, reservations, I, I think, are, let's see, we're going to see a big jump, right? See, there are also reservations. I mean, that whole state of Oklahoma, essentially, except the panhandle, was part of right. the Muskogee. So, so take a look here. In 2010, they say only this tiny bit just out, just uh, in, in the tip of Oklahoma mm-hmm. is a reservation. Now they're saying a whole, you know, the eastern portion of it, yeah. like 40%. I have a question if that's the case. If they're going to argue that we have a treaty from 1866 and they say, 
you know, the United States agreed this was your land, therefore we'll uphold that. Isn't there an argument to say, okay, well, we have no agreement on any of the other land, so that's still ours. It was never yours in the first place, right? I guess, yeah, you could make that argument, yeah. Well, I think that argument now has much more merit based on the decision of the Supreme Court. Hmm. If the Supreme, so the, the way I describe it is like, if you and if, if I trade something with someone and then take it back and they go to court and say, no, 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 we traded, that's mine, he agreed. They'll look it over and say, well, you did agree, so give it back. And there'll be a long court battle. Mm-hmm. Let's say I just stole from you. Yeah, the cops would come and arrest me and say, you stole it, give it back. Like there's, there's no lawsuit, it's a straight up theft. Right. So if the argument is that the US must uphold its contracts, and that if the land was granted to them, it's theirs. Well, their argument is this land has always been ours. There was never a treaty signed. So you're on our land, right? I see. Why, would, why yeah. wouldn't they be able to present those arguments? Right. They probably have before and maybe, you know, they'll keep trying. But the bigger, the bigger fear, I guess, is that many other states have warned outright that they have the exact same issue with mm-hmm. reservations in their states. Even Maine was saying, apparently, like, we've, we've had native land that... There was a treaty, and then, you know, in the 1800s, I kind of just ignored the treaty, and now yeah. we built our city over this place. So what's going to happen? What, Divided States of America. You know, you know there's a reservation, apparently, in California. It's like one acre. One acre? Yeah, and it's like in the middle of a city or somewhere, because no. it's a, a cemetery, I guess. Oh. So there's a lot of places like this, and it feels like the door's been opened. So I actually did have a question, because Oklahoma is part of the Louisiana Purchase. We bought it. Yeah. We didn't exactly make an agreement as such as far as i know but we literally purchased it outright from the french i think right you know what man i think i know where we're going where civil war no 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 I, well, <laughs> sure Just guessing. but the, the point i'm making is they're they are now going to start asserting this is this this is this is the move being made and and i think we'll see an expansion of this an escalation of this, this ideology this rhetoric these ideas that we don't own the land we never bought it we don't have a right to it they're now going to say the lands that you contractually own based on the ancestral, you know, the Native Americans are these. So these are ours. And maybe in 50 to 100 years, all this land will be controlled back. California will be under complete jurisdiction of the Native American tribes. Or the SJW universe. Yeah. Well, seriously. you know, the thing SJW is, land. A, lot of, a lot of Native Americans are like 132nd, you know, Native American. Okay. Because of just time settlement, uh, European colonialism, whatever. But it seems like the door has been opened to now they're going to start arguing you're on stolen land, decolonize. Like this is step one. Maybe it stops here, yeah. but I'll throw it back to, you know, good old John Oliver. When Donald Trump says they're going to tear down the Confederates, where does it end? Jefferson, Washington. Mm-hmm. And John Oliver said somewhere it stops somewhere. Obviously they're tearing down Confederates, not the founding fathers. And then they mm-hmm. tore down the founding fathers. Yep. Yeah. So where does this stop? Now we're going to see Maine, Texas, Montana, all, all these other states that were warning. Hawaii. Hawaii is the best example. Exactly. That's why I Because up, yeah. so, uh, several years ago, I think it was m- maybe like six, seven years ago. I don't know. See if you can Google search this. A bunch of native Hawaiians stormed like the state capitol building mm. and, sh- and barricaded themselves inside it, like armed, I guess, for like two weeks. Something like that happened. It's been a really long time since I One could story. argue it was the original Chaz. The original Chaz. Maybe so, yeah. Well, I mean, no, I, it's... Well, I mean... Hawaii technically, was, had a king and everything. Well, actually, and that brings up a good point. Isn't, like, the entire history of humans... Conquest. People taking other people's land? Yep. Right? There's a, there's a song. I think it's called This Land is My Land. Uh-huh. 
It's, a, and it's, it's like a very famous viral video. Well, the next line is, this land is your land. No. Oh, it's this not. This land is my land. God gave this land to me. Oh, I didn't hear And the video is talking about, <laughs> it's talking about Israel. And it starts with all the different nations that have laid claim to the Holy Land and fighting. Uh, and the bodies keep piling up where they keep saying, this land is my land. God gave it to me. Okay. Yeah. But uh, what were we talking about before that? Did you? Uh, were I'm you looking to, for it. I'm, uh, they're just the talking Hawaiian. about reopening yeah. Hawaii and stuff right now. So it's an old it's story. Recent. And so somebody emailed me this saying that Hawaii was essentially, you know, occupied and taken over. Yeah. That America needed the strategic position in the Pacific. And so they broke a lot of rules to make Hawaii, you know, into a state. And there are native Hawaiians who have always resisted and never agreed to this. So, do we have a hard treaty with the people of Hawaii over this state becoming I I don't know occupied? much about this kind know. of stuff. I'm going to have to like do do some digging on it. You can't find anything on it? I can't find anything that far back. It was I think it was during Occupy Wall Street, which is why it was like a big deal to everybody. Yeah. Like the Native Americans were like demanding their land back. Uh, not, actually, the Native Hawaiians were demanding their right. land back. So, Occupy Honolulu in 2012? I don't know, maybe. That sounds about September, the right time. Yeah, that is the right time frame. Well, I don't know exactly what happened, but did they, did they like storm into the Capitol building or something? Yeah, they're, they're oh, there, there you go. camped outside the, uh, the Capitol building. No, 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 inside. Oh, inside. Maybe maybe that was it. I don't know. But uh, but apparently it's happened uh, multiple times, I guess. Like Hawaiians being like, give us back our land. And now it's occupied by big businesses and the military and, uh, you know, and, the, and America. It's American now. So what happens if a lawsuit is, is waged saying that they have no jurisdiction over this? And they say that, you know, the original agreements for statehood were not were imprecise. Yeah. And then you get these same justices going, yep, sure. Because they've already set the precedent themselves. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's all uh, overhyped. You know, it's possible. My only my only issue with it is considering how insane everything has been this year. It I'm gonna makes, go ahead and just bet sense. on the worst. The worst <laughs> of the worst. You know they got sh- volcano sharks now. Did you so, see the story? I'm sorry. What, what? did you guys what, see this? Can, what you, can you Google this? I clearly yeah, did let not me look it up. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Volcano sharks. Yeah. Let me uh, let me yep. see what I can find. Well, I mean, you got like me. Viral. I'm on the edge of my seat. Don't is it, don't it, leave me hanging. It's a viral. It was a viral post on Reddit. Oh, they, that's they, it. They found. Oh, vol- yeah, they live inside a volcano. Is that right? Like swimming through the yeah, lava. Yeah. So kind these of sharks thing? live inside a volcano. Um, this is from 2017. It's not Sharknado, but it's definitely Sharkano. Okay, that's old. Researchers have found though. thriving active sharks in underwater volcano in the Solomon Islands. Oh, okay. Islands. It's it's in They still live in water. Though. Yeah, yeah. This year, ah, uh, that's not as cool. <laughs> Just when you, th- I, know. I don't Look, care anymore. <laughs> I wanted lava you. sharks. Let me see. Twenty <laughs> lava sharks. <laughs> They're made of like some extremely dense metal that doesn't melt or something. Yeah, sick. Twenty twenty has not yet. We have not reached the crescendo, man. No, it's oh, it, it, you you can hear the. I feel like you know the horns just just came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like we're waiting the horns, for the cannons. The horn. Yeah, the cannon. Boom. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Wait, no. Don't fire the cannons, yeah, please. What, what's, no. that, what's the song for V for, v for Vendetta? <laughs> oh, the that's, yep, yes. that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's the that's horns just came in. Yeah. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Get the cannons. Yeah, in January. There's literally cannons in that song. They found live sharks inside an active volcano in, in January. Mexico. Yeah. Woo. Is that what you're talking about? I guess. I guess so. I hadn't seen that. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Stop. There's only one thing any of us could do at what? this point. What's that? Smash that like button. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Come on. Where's the thing? Oh, he took I took it, it from, from you. you. <laughs> That's right. I'm not oh, upset. Oh, man. I said not it. At all. As long as they're smashing the like button. That's and right. the subscribe I won't, button. I won't be upset. 
and uh, we will read super chats at some point. <laughs> but let's let's get, let's carry in this conversation, man. Yeah, I want to yeah, talk to you good. guys about um, you know kind of like the end of America. Huh. Great. So it's an election year. Mm-hmm. The Democrats seem more desperate than they've ever seemed. I've yep been saying it. There's there's a a couple polls have come out predicting a Donald Trump victory. But for every poll or, or forecast model that says Trump will win, yeah. there's like seven that say he'll lose. I know. It's true. But there's another one that came out. I, I was talking about this earlier that says uh, the riots are helping Trump dramatically, as, as we, we I assume. I believe that, yeah. And they said that when polled, it was like 71% of people said they prefer all lives matter to black lives matter. Yeah. So that's a, that's a huge swing. But we have heard similar things from two other polls, Economist and YouGov showing that most people in this country have a positive view of all lives matter Mm -hmm. and not a and it's like 40 something percent have a positive view of black lives matter yeah so but that makes sense though because most uh, as we talked about earlier most people are not racist most people do believe all lives matter and and the black lives matter movement you know it it it, it's kind of like i mean what terry cruz was saying we we got we got to have it be black lives matter not black lives better and it's like they're trying to convince more people, like the people that do believe all lives matter. It's like they're trying to c- convince people that, no, 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 you're racist. Black lives matter means, like, if you don't believe this, because they counter with all lives matter, which you made a great point the other day. The only thing you can say to it is, yeah, you're absolutely right they do. Because yeah. it's true. Don't, like, y- you know, you, you have to you have to understand, like, if they if they truly feel they, that they black hate. lives don't matter, then you have to th- when they say it, you you there's only one thing to say. You're absolutely right that they do. You're matter. absolutely right. They matter. Absolutely. hundred percent. They matter. The problem is it's like I, I, I you know, their argument is all lives matter as a as a rebuttal. Right. Exactly. Is racist. And it's like it diminishes what they're saying. And I'm like, why do you assume negativity? Exactly. If, 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 if I yes. said if I said black lives matter. And then someone was like, all lives matter. I'd be like, they do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Right. <laughs> what, well, what, it, why, why, I'm not going to get mad. No, you made whatever. a really good point there. It's, it's they're assuming that if you're not on, in their party, in their group, and you don't agree to their ideology, you must be on the other side of the spectrum. 100%. There's no, Look, there's no little bit, no, no negotiating. But they're, it's they're, just listen, this or you're my enemy now. But there are people who get really angry at people saying Black Lives Matter. I, I, I see that also. It's I'm, true. I, if, if someone came to me and they were like... Um, but the, it's my, the same reason. If someone was like, I got a flat tire in my car, I'd be like, let me know what you need. And if someone else came by and said, well, what, what about all the other cars that have flat tires? You can help them, too. I'd be like, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. I don't know. I'm not going to get mad about it. There's I get the, it. I, I'm having an effect on you. You're starting to get a little more positive, I feel. I feel it. That's the milk toast fence sitter in no, me. No, that's pretty, that's pretty positive, bro. What? That I'm, that I'm not going to. But that's, that's, how I, that's, that's my shtick. That, like, both sides come to me and I'm sitting there in the middle going like, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's still pretty. <laughs> Don't cross over this fence. I'm sitting here. <laughs> well, my perspective is always the one of optimism. So I, I sense it. It's, it's start, the level is raising. Can I get more pessimistic? Uh, probably sure. So we just, I'm sure we, you can. We, we, we just you don't, no, please don't. We just had the Supreme I'm not, Court. I'm rule. not trying to tell you to be more pessimistic. No, no. Let's let's stay where we were. I'm sorry. I I've said anything. Let's let's go back to where we were and go. We just had the Supreme Court rule <laughs> that half of Oklahoma is a Native American reservation based on an 1866 treaty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the left leaning justices, but it was well as Neil uh, uh, Gorsuch. Gorsuch or is it Gorsuch? Gorsuch. I Gorsuch. Think, yeah. Oh, whatever. I think. Uh, now we have this. 
socialist Seattle councilwoman overthrow racist, sexist, violent, utterly bankrupt system of capitalism. But she's basically making a reference to the entirety of the country. Like she wants to here. I'll only just read this quote from you. Please do. So this is the Seattle City Councilman said, we are coming for you and your rotten system. We are coming to dismantle this deeply oppressive, racist, sexist, violent, utterly bankrupt system of capitalism, this police state. We cannot and will not stop until we overthrow it and replace it with a world based instead on solidarity, genuine democracy and equality, a socialist world. Okay. Uh, there's a lot there. Um I don't even know where to start. I, I, I'm at a loss. The, you know what? I'll bring it back to what we were just talking about earlier. All right. How most people are not racist. Right. Most people don't fit that category that they're talking about. Where, where did it just go? Can you bring that back? I just want to break it down. This deeply oppressive. Yeah. Yeah. This deeply oppressive, racist, sexist, violent, utterly bankrupt system of capitalism. Where is this world they're living in? Where? What? I don't. I d it's it's like we were talking about they're they're getting these ideas from movies and you know because there's always a bad guy there's always this crazy story and it's like I'm not saying that the racist people don't exist they can they can f off I, I for lack of being able to say the word I want to say <laughs> right now but I most people think that they, you know bro, so bro, it's like bro, bro. this this world that they claim America no, is lying. I know they are. They it's want ridiculous. Socialism. Clearly, they said it right at right. the end. Uh, the we goal, want a socialist world. The goal is to use something that you are offended by, mm -hmm. racism, yep. and then say, you oppose racism, right? Yes. Well, capitalism is racist, right? Well, I would have say, I would say no. Oh, but it totally is. How come, how come so many uh, uh, poor communities are uh, mostly minority uh, communities? I, proves it. I would say that we don't teach our kids to be superhumans. You know, we teach them how to, to fall in line, you know, and we most people we're seeing the effects of that. Now, most people make it nowhere near that. And when these people show up and say, did you know that majority of the impoverished communities in big cities are, you know, minority? They go, oh, because of racism. And they go, oh, that you has nothing like, to do with being you, in a city. You hate racism, right? Yes. Then you need to abolish capitalism. And they go, oh. And that's yeah. it. Done. And one thing Even I've learned. Most poor people are white. One thing I've learned on this job is nothing is that easy. And when they try, anyone tries to claim, oh, this whole big complex issue is simply because of this, and we could just get rid of it by switching to this. And it's like that is nonsense. Everything is is super complex. I every every day I learn more and more, and I feel further and further away from what the, the entirety of everything because. Every day I realize how complex the system we're living in right. is. Nobody, I am not even an expert. And I'm like bombarding my brain about how, how to understand all this. Guaranteed, none of these people are experts either. They're just claiming they have the answers. When they want power. They, when they, they just found want a power, way to exploit thank vulnerability. You. You're absolutely right. Your goodwill. Boom. Most people are not racist. Mm -hmm. So most people will oppose racism. Yep. So then they come to you and they say, but look at all these, these examples of racism. They take certain stories out of context to manipulate you. That way you, in the end, socialism. Yeah. Because that's their real goal. Yep. They don't care about minorities. In fact, dare I say Karl Marx was a racist and they themselves are extremely racist. Yep. Like, man, extremely. some of the most racist people I've ever met. My goodness, I've never seen more racism than I have in the past four months from these people on the left fighting against racism.
Serious, well, seriously. That, well, you got to correct that statement. How so? Claiming to fight against racism. Okay, good point. Yeah. Right. Cla- right. Yes, <laughs> claiming. You know, they're not doing that. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and you know what? I think part of the problem, uh, Marcellus Wiley said this. He, he, Dude's he said, awesome. Amazing dude. I love him. He's he's great. Uh, solid voice. Smart. Knowledgeable. But he, he said this recently. He said one of the problems is everybody has access to a platform, you know, and and people who have the loudest voice there, they tend to be ignorant of, of the like kind of what I was just saying. Everything's so complex. You can't just claim, you know, the answers. And if if someone doesn't agree with you because they might know more about a complex system part of it than you you know they just get upset but people have this platform and they're using it and you know they're making statements that aren't fully informed they yeah. are in ignorance in the in the classic sense of it they, they they are using it spouting it and almost everybody does this now you know it's just kind of like that's the issue all these um the list of things that that person said is wrong with the world you know it comes from all these different people that probably are ignorant of what's really going on in the world. They, they probably have no idea. So the big challenge right now is how do we create a unified trust? Mm-hmm. The, the jur- journalism is dead, you know? <sighs> so what happens is in I, a, I, put, I put out a tweet. My joke tweet said, you know, it's sad when anyone loses their life. We must do better to teach people not to dance on highways at night wearing all black around a curve behind an obstruction. And a bunch of these lefties got really mad, saying that I was victim-blaming one who had been murdered. Right, but she didn't get murdered. Even, in response even to this. In, legally. Someone, someone commented, and they said the guy literally drove around barricades to get on the highway and then sped into these protesters. Cops haven't said that. That's no, not true no, at all. Yeah, no one said so that. So I responded with, does anybody actually read the news? And then someone screen grabbed. Oh, no. I think it was NPR, okay. which was just completely at odds with the video evidence. Mm-hmm. And they said, I did. Did you? I demand a correction. And I said, I didn't just read NPR or the Washington Post or the local news, you know, in Seattle or watch all the videos. I did all of these things. Yeah. And what this says is wrong. Mm-hmm. But this is an actual news article. And you're just a guy on Twitter. <laughs> so how do we get past that point where they're reading fake news? That's just no one's done any work. And they're going to tell me I'm wrong and they demand a retraction. And then they go around screen grabbing this being like, look how dumb he is. He made this up. See, NPR said so. And I'm like, I took NPR, Washington Post, ABC Local, Fox Local, and three videos of the actual stream the woman got hit. Mm -hmm. I put them all together and said, that's what happened. But they didn't do that. They just blindly follow the journalist who just like scribbled some nonsense. Well, someone on a platform that I saw proved my narrative. So I'm just going to run with that. That's yep. That's how they do it. It's the easiest thing to do. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times there'll be like a story and I'll go like, whoa, this story is crazy. And I'm thinking like, man, I can't believe this is happening. Now, before I actually sit down and decide to do a segment on this, let me do some fact checking and it's not true and delete. Yep. And every day, several times, I'll see someone tweet out something like, did you hear this? Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, whoa. And I'll start digging into it and be like, wrong. Well, and I, like I the, get that Gizlane constantly. Maxwell. Yeah. People started saying that this user on Reddit was Ghislaine Maxwell, the the uh, you know the second in command to Epstein? It's crazy. And they were like, "Look at this pattern of posting and all this stuff." And then I was like, I saw a bunch of conservatives tweeting like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" and like retweeting this thread. And I'm like, "There's no proof. This is Maxwell. What is this?" Because yeah. the because the user's name was like Maxwell Hill. Okay, it's one of the most prominent Reddit users. And then 
someone immediately responded, Maxwell Hill is a place in Malaysia. Please stop this. And then the user actually started posting like, I can't, I, don't, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, wow. They tried. And, and, <laughs> this is the, this is the, this, this Like happens. after she got arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So th- they were saying that as soon as she got arrested, the post stopped. Okay. And sure, you can argue it's a true, it's a conspiracy. And then once they realized people knew it was her, someone logged in and then said, nope, nope, I'm still here when it really was her, whatever, fine. There's no <laughs> evidence to suggest it was actually her. And I saw a ton of high profile people posting this. So I won't post it. Yeah. I won't, I won't even, I don't, don't even bring it up unless it's to point out no confirmation. I have the best situation here. I, I'm doing all this research. People are hitting me up, giving me ideas, sending me this stuff. It's crazy. I'm like, whoa, this is insane. Yo, Tim, is this true? Nope, not true. Nah, I'm like, oh, no, right. not that one. Thanks. There was a couple, there's a couple where you're like, hey, did you hear this? I'm like, I don't think that's true because of this. And you go, let me check. Oh, wait, I think I found it. And I'm like, oh, wow, really? Yeah. Well, there's been a few yeah. times. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The, 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 the Black Lives Matter woman saying that, you know, talking smack about white people. Yep. I thought it, it because it was a screen grab mm-hmm. that I was like, I know, I know that, you know, for, for those that are not familiar with the story, a high profile member of Black Lives Matter in, I think, Toronto. Toronto, right? yeah. Said things about white people that I probably can't repeat on YouTube about, you know, positioning in ranking the racist, to put it that way, right? Yeah, Just the bad. superiority, inferiority stuff. And uh, I know that they, that Black Lives Matter had said th- something like this before that went viral. Mm-hmm. So when the story popped up again and all people were sharing were screenshots, I didn't believe it. And I was like, no one's actually posted any hard source. Turns out the post was really old, yeah. but it was the, it was the, it was legit. I think it was like three years old or something. Yeah, back in 2017. But so the, the problem we face now is that it's all noise. And you know what I think might be happening with these polls and with Trump and the election and all that stuff? Hmm. You have a journalist. I'll do air quotes. Thank journalist. you. <laughs> I was doing it. And in they're sitting in their <laughs> office and they have like a, you know, like, like, like most of them, their eyes are rolled to the back of their head and they're just like drooling. Yep. And then someone walks in and goes, right, Trump bad. And they go, okay. And they start mashing the keys. And then just like, they have like, you know, a dozen, you know, chimps in a room all mashing the keys. And yep. eventually Orange Man Bad pops up. Yeah. When they write that nonsensical story, then they publish it. It goes. Th- then there's another newsroom where you have the same people sitting there drooling, and then they see the article pop up and it says Trump stole a scoop of ice cream, and they go, ah! Donald Trump is a thief. He was caught stealing. You know, Donald Trump was was going to steal from everybody, and now they've taken this and used it as pretext for another article. Right. Donald Trump is a thief confirmed. Then another journalist drooling in their office, you know, sees Donald Trump as a thief and they go, how long has Donald Trump been stealing from the poor? Yeah. And it just keeps spinning around in circles. Telephone. The uh, mainstream media telephone network. Right. If, if you will. So yeah. let's say the first, you know, person sees a poll that says, will Trump, you know, be triumphant in, in November? And it says it's a neck and neck race between Trump and Biden. And they go, whoa, so Trump might actually lose. The article is saying, or this poll comes out saying, Trump does have a decent probability of losing. So they write, Trump could actually lose this election. Send. Now the journalist sees it. Trump is losing. Whoa, Trump is losing. Send. Yep. And someone writes, whoa, Trump is losing? Trump has no chance. Send. The next person sees it. Trump has no chance. It's over for Trump. He's panicking. Send. (laughs) And then the last one is Donald Trump floundering. Administration is panicked. And then a journalist calls someone working with Trump and goes, is it true that you're all in in, in a free fall panic, that everything is is falling apart around you and your lives are over and Trump's house burned down? No, no. And and even better, the Republicans are thinking of dropping Trump. Yep. That is an actual thing I read that was going around. And then at the same time that story comes out where it's like Republicans discuss Trump dropping out. 
Politico writes, Trump admits it, he's losing. And then the <laughs> actual quote from Trump, we're expecting a really huge win when the silent majority steps up. It's going to be historic, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so what? <laughs> it's like the exact opposite. Wow. What am I supposed to trust? Oh, man. Your top secret anonymous sources or mm-hmm. the words of the man himself? Right. I have, I have no reason. Listen, I understand some people don't like Trump. And some people do like them, like him. I don't care if you like him or don't like him. Yeah. If it came down Same. to it and and uh, uh, Ian said, yo, Tim, uh, Adam wants to eat a cheeseburger. I'd be like, well, that's strange. Adam's vegan. And then I came to you and said, Adam, do you what do you want to eat for, for lunch? And you said a vegan cheeseburger. I'd be like, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. You said those words. Right. Why would I be like, mm, I don't know. No, no. Ian said you wanted a regular cheeseburger. Well, technically, I would just say cheeseburger. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't add the Ryan, word. I would, I would know what you meant. But this, <laughs> this reminds me of, uh, there, I can't remember, what, it was an episode of Family Guy. And someone, I, I can't remember what it was, but someone stole Peter's phone or something. Okay. And then texted Joe, like, I'm going to go to Build-A-Bear with you. And then Peter was like, I don't want to go. And he goes, I don't know. It says right here on the phone, you said you wanted to come with me. And he's like, no, no, I, I don't want to go. Then his phone rings and he goes, mm, nope, says you do. So then they go, and then Peter's like, can I leave? And he goes, well, you just texted me again saying you want to stay. So like, <laughs> it was, th- that was the joke. That's like funny. somebody was texting him pretending to be Peter, and Joe's yeah. like, no, I don't know. Like, I know you're telling me, but I see this text. Yeah, We literally are in a world where journalists will go to Donald Trump mm-hmm. and be like, Mr. Trump, what's your favorite kind of pizza? And he'll go, I really love pan with a nice oily Parmesan crust. And then they'll go, but anonymous sources say Trump actually likes deep dish confirmed <laughs> the man literally told you what he was doing right it's the craziest thing that we live we, we're we are in this era how am i supposed to you, I, I got i got something for you a poll was released in march from cbs okay and it found that americans trust trump more than the mainstream media think about how bad the media has to do Whoa. for people to prefer to trust a real estate reality tv mogul well i mean he won he won he's the president newsflash if you don't like him and you don't you're trying to deny it he is the president and that proves people like listening to what he has to say so people go out and watch his speeches it's online they can listen to the man himself the media is so bad at what they do yep that more americans would trust a reality TV real estate mogul <laughs> yeah. than an actual 20-year career veteran journalist. Yep. Amazing. Yep. That says a lot, doesn't it? Yes, mm. it does. That you go and listen to Trump. And, and, and it's, 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 an, it's an issue of Trump saying something like, you know, he'll, he'll go up and go, I really like deep dish pizza. It's fantastic. And then the press writes, Donald Trump hates all pizza. <laughs> and you're <laughs> yeah. like, if you don't. No, no, no. Sh- Donald Trump hates Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. Do- Donald Trump culturally appropriates Italians. Yeah, right. Oh, snap. <laughs> but it's the, the actual real example. It's Donald Trump giving a speech where he said, we're going to build a great garden of heroes. Everybody loves it. It's yep. the best. Mm-hmm. Amelia Earhart, Harriet Tubman. And then Brookings Institute goes, Trump wants to build, uh, Trump, Trump calls Confederate soldiers heroes. And it's like, <laughs> what? What? I did not hear that at all. When did that, ha- when? Great. Yeah, when? when? How did I miss that? Right. Well, it's because he was talking about the forefathers. Yeah. And they extrapolated that to mean Confederates. Yeah. yeah. No, they, races. well, sure. They lied. Right. They a- were lying. Absolutely. A hundred percent they did. Yes. I'm, I, I. Well, most people listen to him speak. So when they see the mainstream 
narrative and they're like that's ridiculous i listened to what he said over and over and over for four years what do they think is gonna happen people are gonna be is thank, it gonna be? Thank you, Greta. Is it gonna be Hillary Clinton? <laughs> Are we gonna oh, talk about this? No. Is it gonna be Hillary? Did Clinton? you see her her speech about how um, she would female win. female presidents have handled the coronavirus the best on the world? So, wink, wink. Hold on, I noticed something else. What'd you notice? New haircut. New haircut. Big old smile. Yep. Botox. Light colors. Yep. Pleasant. Pleasant, cheery demeanor. Sunny setting. Yeah. Sunny yep. setting. Mm-hmm. Did I did I jinx us like yes. four months ago? Dang it, Adam. Well, what? Biden said he was going to pick a woman. The second that left the words left the his mouth, I was like Hillary Clinton. <gasps> Biden, Ooh. she's going to take you out. The moment, <laughs> the moment he says it, the moment he says it, every single media outlet will start praising Hillary Clinton. They're going to be uh, like, no doubt. This has been a disaster. Our economy is in ruins. It's about time we, re- we we went back to 2016 and made the right choice. But that is not democracy. They are they are throwing it in people's faces. We don't care what you think. We don't care about your vote. Or they only care about your vote. We don't care what you think, though. We didn't have to send her to debate and show you why she would be a good president. We're just going to shove it down your throat that she's going to be the one for you. It's like, oh, gross. There, there's going to be terrible. They're going to they're already saying this. The memes are popping up where they're like, I thought the Trump presidency was, would be bad. I didn't realize it would be this bad. The economy is in ruins. People are dying. The economy was, has been amazing. What are they talking about? They waited till the 11th hour when it mattered most. Yep. They, they they I mean, look, I think I actually have a tweet here to show you guys. They waited until the very last minute to exploit whatever they could <laughs> yeah. exploit. So take a, take a look at this tweet from Dr. David Samadhi. Please explain to me why mandatory masks were not implemented around March 22nd if they were serious about stopping the spread. If they were thought to be effective, they should have been used from day one. Implementing Implementing them at this point does next to nothing. Take a look at this. Figure four, confirmed deaths among COVID cases by, uh, death, uh, by date of death, Ontario, March 1st to July 5th. Look at this. Mandatory masks implemented. Yep. And there's almost no deaths. Yeah, after it, it took out all the people that were immunocompromised that were already on the verge of with other pre pre-existing conditions so yeah it makes sense but why would they make it mandatory after the fact why i have no idea man 11 11th hour uh, exploitation of a crisis to, for political gain i mean there was that tweet by aoc that is contested i don't know if it's real i didn't see the tweet myself which I d- one i don't think it's real what which one that was not real. she basically yeah yeah i I'll just say there's tweets that are going around that were no, no, basically. No, no. Was this the one where she said close the businesses? Yeah, not yeah. real. No, I know, I know. It's I, I it's it's condensed. Mad people are saying I saw it for myself. I don't know. I didn't see it, but you you gotta you gotta it's think fake. about it though. The tweet being fake is re- regardless. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking about the tweet itself being fake. I'm talking about the fact that they are clearly happy the economy is now tanking that now they're talking about it now they're blaming trump for the economy tanking but it's actually because they're doing covid19 and the business is not opening up again so uh, they really do feel like most people are idiots they're exploiting the the crisis yep so i I thought i thought about this because people have talked about the right flight as people in the know flee the cities okay regular people aren't going to flee the cities they're not paying attention that's that's probably true and so the cities are going to become a bunch of npcs and the resistance, the people who oppose these Democrats will leave, giving them guaranteed power for the next however long. 
Man, that's a good another good point. Yeah, that's that's solidifying there, their their win over the cities that people some, live now. So here's what's going to happen: some um, uh, liberal types are going to leave because they're rich. Most conservative types and moderate types will leave because they're more industrious. And then the people without the capability to move and the people who don't pay attention will stay, giving them the politically uninitiated and the poor. Yeah. And those are the people who are going to vote Democrat, guaranteeing no competition in these jurisdictions for Congress. Man, the more I look into the policies that they've put, I, I am leaning. Scratch Republican. your head. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, the, what, maybe not Republican. What, I, I'm, I'm definitely a lot more conservative than you'd I, probably, I realized. You'd probably be aligned with the Libertarian Party. Probably, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, Liber- the Libertarian Party has always had um, fiscally conservative policies, but socially liberal, in a sense. Not not completely. Okay. But basically, the Libertarian Party was more like, hey, let's not have the government spend all our money on dumb war stuff. Let's let people live and, and do their thing. And that yeah. includes, there's, there's, there's a really funny shirt that says, I can't remember what it says. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. The one where it's like, I just want to smoke pot with. Oh yeah. yeah, I want to be able to protect my pot plants with my automatic weapon from my like with my gay neighbors or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if like basically the Democratic Party is gun control, the uh, the Republican Party is pro life. But this is changing, man. Yeah, it is. I think it's changing. I think the Republic. I think everything was just shifted dramatically to the left. Yep. When you look at now, Jeff Van Drew is a good example. He's got a 100% rating from Planned Parenthood. That's my understanding. And he's a Republican. He switched parties. And he won the primary. So here's a guy who's pro-choice. And he was a conservative Democrat. So he's probably the furthest left Republican there is. But the whole Republican Party is going to move left on a ton of issues. Think about every single conservative, like not every, but, you know, 90% supporting uh, police reform as it pertains to like George Floyd. Yeah. That's, in my opinion, unheard of 10 years ago. There was the launch of Blue Lives Matter and, you know, Back to Blue and defend, de- defend the police and stuff, which, which is it's still around today for sure. Yeah. But I was surprised that when George Floyd died, I, I, even Rush Limbaugh and Hannity, they came out and they were like, this is wrong. It's terrible. Yeah. It's a big and, and this is a cultural leftward push. A lot of people said, what does that mean? How does that left? There's economic left and there's the cultural left. There's the economic right and the cultural right. The important thing that everyone needs to know. Like when it comes to any political faction, be it far right, I'm doing air quotes, or far left, they're all economically left, all of them. Okay. The only economically right, meaning laissez-faire capitalism, is like libertarians and ANCAPs. But even among what the the press calls far right is actually economically far left, advocating for universal health care, government programs, just for, you know, their people, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. I don't know. Nothing seems to make sense at this point anyway, so I don't even know what the point is. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. Well, I bring you now to the most important thread we have for the day. Oh. Oh, man. My friends. Yes. Everything is racist. Oh. I bring you Titania McGrath, the foremost expert on intersectionalism. Indeed. (laughs) For those that aren't familiar, I'm just going to be honest with you. Titania McGrath is not, in fact, a real person. I'm sorry. Or a woman. Or a woman. Yeah. Titania McGrath is a parody account mocking wokeness run by Andrew Doyle, who is a brilliant comedian. And he, he created Titania McGrath to satire. It's pretty funny. Wokeness. Yeah. Now, this thread actually is very important. Hmm. And that's why I pulled it up. It's funny. But Titania tweets, important thread. Brave social justice activists such as myself 
are working tirelessly to expose all the racist elements within our society. Sometimes it is difficult to keep up, so I thought it would be helpful to curate a comprehensive list. Now, the reason why this thread is so funny is that I understand it's Titania, it's a character, but assuming Andrew Doyle is running this, he put together a list of the most absurd and ridiculous claims of racism and compiled them to one place. Oh, goodness. This is the future that I hope you are all ready for. So th- this is actually satire based and showing truth. Yes. Of what people actually yep. put out there. Real articles. Oh, goody. Before I read this. This should be great. I you know what? Hold on. Smash the like button. I got to smash my like button for this. <clears throat> yes. You better be smashing that like button. <laughs> okay. Smash okay. It. Now listen, listen. Smash. The reason smash. why this is so important. Yeah. I, I did a segment on this earlier. The army has an has a, has an office of or has an equity and inclusion agency, and they sent out an email saying "Make America Great Again" was white supremacy and racist, and there were complaints. Why are you sending out this email? That's political. That's a violation of the Hatch Act. And my response to this is: Why is there an equity and inclusion agency in the U.S. Armed Forces? Mm-hmm. Because the the religion has infected every facet, every layer, every level. Yep. And here we go. Now I'm going to show you what you can expect moving forward with nonsensical, fractured, and broken news. Titania says things that are racist, part one. From the blaze, Deadspin writer calls for the Masters Golf Tournament to change its racist name. When you hear anyone say the Masters, you think of slave masters in the South. I don't. Neither do I. I don't think that's. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just going to not say anything. Because I can snap on all these. I'll be ready for this one. (laughs) From master bedroom to blacklist, what will it take to change racist terms in our everyday language? That's right. Your bedroom is racist. Who knew? Here we go. For God's sake, Black Lives Matter activist Sean King says statues of Jesus should be torn down because they are white supremacy. And last in this part one, do you think chess is racist? The ABC has been blasted over discussion if chess is ra- if chess is racist. That's right. Golf, bedrooms, Jesus, and chess. That is round one. Oh round one. How many rounds are there? Um, I don't know. There's like four, five, six, seven. Oh, this is going to be great. Let's oh, do it. Let's man. go to part two. This is amazing. Let's do this. Here we go. Calls to remove racist Gandhi statue in Leicester. There you go, Gandhi. The Simpsons will no longer cast white actors in non-white roles. Family Guy's Cleveland steps down. Cow's milk has long been a symbol used by white supremacists. One more reason to ditch dairy. Oh, nice. That's right. I yeah. see. Want to tear down insidious monuments to racism? Bulldoze LA freeways. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Free rate. So the roads are racist? Yeah. Mahatma Gandhi, cartoon characters, milk and roads. Cool, I'm tracking. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you tracking it? Yeah, I got this. Round three. <laughs> Band-Aid launches new range of diverse skin tone bandages. Okay, that Com- kind of makes sense. Company says it's committed to embracing the beauty of diverse skin. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. If coronavirus doesn't discriminate, how come black people are bearing the brunt? The number of ethnic minority deaths is shocking. The pandemic is exacerbating inequalities. Orcs in The Lord of the Rings show Tolkien was racist. <laughs> this again. And last for number three, Uncle Ben's rice firm to scrap brand image of black farmer. Parent company Mars says the character is out of step with the Times and the BLM campaign. Round three, Band-Aids, coronavirus, orcs, and rice. Yes. All racist. (laughs) You ready for number four? And there's a bunch of these. At a certain point, just assume everything is racist. No joke. Mm -hmm. 
L'Oreal to remove words like whitening from skincare products. Announcement comes against backdrop of global anti-racism protests. Like UK te- teeth whitening? What was it? Teeth whitening? Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they, they, they got rid of that. Yeah. yeah. UK sense. nurses, COVID-19 haka slammed as cultural appropriation. That was cringy. Lando Lakes replaces Native American woman logo touts farmer owned credentials instead. Replaces her with nothing. No, that's not true. My favorite meme is uh. they kicked out the Native American and kept her land. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Accurate. Here we go. Oxford student votes to replace clapping with jazz hands. Oh, now, yeah. this is an older one. DSA, man. Skincare products, nurses, butter, and applause. Cool. All racist. Yes. Well, no. I'm sorry. The applause isn't racist. It's triggering. Okay. The, oh, the loud right? noises yeah. gives people anxiety. Well, no, no, no. It's because some people may get a louder applause than others, oh, and that's offensive. Yeah, that is offensive, Because too. participation trophies should be equal across the board. All right? My friends? All right. Cancel them. Cancel we participation have, trophies. Hashtag it. Part five. Is math racist? This is my favorite. New course outlines prompt conversations about identity, race in Seattle classrooms. Yes. Of course. They've actually been saying right now that two plus two equals four is a colonial construct and it's not it's not true. 1984. It's worse than 1984. Front lawns are catastrophic environmentally, yet are prized as a symbol of the white racist suburban dream. This is about a larger issue. Who gets to determine how space is used? How are laws that control how space can be used a means of forcing white norms onto non-white people? Nonsense questions. Grass. Racist. Yes. I didn't know grass was a white thing. Oh, who knew? For white people only. I didn't I know did. that either. I That's what they know. said, yeah, huh? Weird. XMP Fiona Onasanya attacks Kellogg's cereal box racism. Wait, what? This is the most insidious. You know why? Why? This Cocoa Pops monkey. Oh, that's insane. They got rid of the character because they said it was racist. I'm sorry, man. I don't look at monkeys and see minority nope. groups. Normal I, people same don't. Here. I, Normal people <laughs> see monkeys and, and what, think, what, what, oh, it's a the, monkey. What are the Keebler elves? They didn't do yeah, anything. The Mac and, I suppose, what, what, they were Scottish, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, no, the well, Irish. They, the Irish guy was a leprechaun on the Lucky Charms box. No, no, no. The, the, don't, don't, oh, that's right. The Keebler yeah, elves didn't have an I don't, accent. I don't, yeah, I don't They just talk like this yeah, weird. or something. Mathematics, front lawns, breakfast cereals, finding Asian men attractive. Wait, what? Your strange crush on Rishi Sunak could actually be a racist fetish. Oh, oh okay. my God. Yeah, you're oh not my allowed. <laughs> you know, I'm so sorry. Wait, so are they saying that you're not allowed to be attracted to a different race? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. That's racist? This, this, I'm not, this is not a joke. That's actually a long-standing fact among intersectionalism. Seriously? Yes. It's bizarre, right? These there's, people there's are, a, are, have too many screws loose. These people are racist, dude. <laughs> there's a viral video going right now around, about a city councilwoman oh saying that it was it was racist that a white man was bouncing a uh, 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 you know oh, a, a baby of color. I guess is the proper. I saw that, and she's screaming, saying, "Read white fragility. People are being hurt by you. It is harmful that they're singing." He's like, "It's my friend's it's, nephew, it, my yeah, nephew. Yeah. Like, what? What? I'm just a baby, my, man. My own nephews are." you know mixed race well and don't you dare touch them i'm gonna play with my nephews i love them i'm <laughs> yeah. uncle adam well, and i am proud of it i love them so much like their skin color means absolutely nothing to me this they're, me. Well, they're amazing children and are you, are I, and you, I love them wait, are you using the correct soap this tells me they're racist am i using the correct soap the racist history of soap yeah. <laughs> commodity racism 101 adam Pro- probably not i don't yeah. know <laughs> Colgate to review historically racist <laughs> toothpaste what? brand Darley. <laughs> Darley? I've never even heard of that brand. <laughs> it's popular in China. It sounds like they're just trying to get a, a boost in sales. Yeah, the best 
white statement to make right now may be to shut up and listen. Oh, they try to tell Adam Yeah, that. that's that's what uh, that that oh, oh. I don't go well with that. White silence <laughs> is compliance. Oh the role gosh. of people in the Black Lives Matter movement. This may be the best one because I tell you this. Oh wow! Soap and toothpaste are both racist. White people speaking is racist, and white people not speaking is racist. I love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Amazing. My goodness, this, this is real life There's right seven, now. Seven. The unbearable whiteness of hiking yes, and that. how to solve it. This is fantastic <laughs> stuff. Going to explore nature. Here we go. Super here we go. Racist. People of color experience climate grief more deeply than white people. Oh, I, what? <laughs> Eskimo pies to drop oh. derogatory name over racial insensitivity. The, the, the very large uh, outraged minority group. Hulu removes Golden Girl episodes with blackface scenes. They were scene. wearing masks. Yeah, they, they had hiking, the mask. Climate change, ice cream snacks, and. The Golden Girls. Huh. Okay. Uh, part eight. <laughs> oh, no. Opinion. Yeah. What the white supremacist roots of biological sex reveal about transphobic feminism. Intersectional. Wow. <laughs> That's the algorithm, man. That is, that is algorithmic stuffing yeah. where they try and put every single word they into a- They nailed it. Yeah, they got it there. All right, Killed here we go. It. Here we go. Be mindful of opening up meeting and interactions with questions like, how are you? Or how was your weekend? Recognize that by doing so, you could potentially be re-triggering what your black colleagues are experiencing or dismissing their experience by pretending all is normal. It's not and hasn't been for a long time. So infantilize them. Oscars announced new diversity and inclusion plans. The knitting community is reckoning with racism. Yeah. Fiber artists of color are, t- are taking to Instagram stories to call out instances of prejudice and to try and shape a more inclusive future. <laughs> Biological sex, asking yeah. how are you, the Oscars, and knitting. Yep. Oh, there are so many of these. Oh. Don't stop. Please don't stop. All right. <laughs> the unbearable whiteness of cycling. Uh, oh, don't ride your bike. Okay. The craft beer industry has a diversity problem. beer. An alleged racial profiling incident at an angry orchard farm in New York has prompted talk about the lack of diversity in the craft beer industry. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Minorities in the U.S. breathe in more air pollution caused by white people. Oh, whoa. What? what, is, what? How what is that reach? possible? <laughs> what a reach. They're, they're, they're oh disproportionately gosh. exposed to air pollution, a study has found. UW student petitioned to remove Abraham Lincoln statue on Bascom Hill. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Cycling breweries, air pollution, and abolishing slavery. Wow. wow. Thank you, Titanium McGrath. There's more. There's so much. Here we go. While Dwayne Fields found solace in the landscapes of the UK and beyond, many black, Asian, and minority ethnic groups see the countryside as being a white environment. What? Nature. Nature is white. Earth, Earth is, Here we go. is white. Huh. Despite what you might have heard, learned at school, many suffragettes were also working to advance Whoa, white supremacy. Feminism. Many famous were actually working to advance white supremacy. There it is. Never wow. heard that before. But Calls geez. for redesign of royal honor over offensive image. And racist fish. <laughs> yeah, this is sad. So uh, the countryside, the suffragette movement, the medal of the most distinguished order of St. Michael and St. George and fish. Oh. Well, technically well, it would be mermaid. It was a little mermaid. Yeah. Specifically. A little mermaid. Yeah, was that, was that Hans Danish Christian thing. Anderson? Yeah. Whatever? Um, yeah, it's crazy. Here we go. How many are there? Oh, this is insane, man. I can't read all these. Sure can. Look oh at my this. gosh. Can... 18. 18. Wait, where were we? What was that? Nine? Oh, we're on, we're on 11. Oh, good, good. We're doing good. Aunt Jemima Brand to change name. Remove image that Quaker says is based on a racial stereotype. Oh, this is too much. Big <laughs> fast food won't talk about the sodium killing black customers. What? What is this? The french fries are spikes 
and there's a person falling into them. Oh, it's a trap. They Buzz, have to Buzz eat them. Buzzfeed News. The oh unintentional racism found in traffic signals. What? what? <laughs> Is it because he's white? I don't know. Read it. Doesn't it green? Read it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because something doesn't use an offensive the de- mascot. The NAACP links earthquake signs in Oregon oh to white God. supremacy. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> wow. Earthquakes, traffic signals, salt, and syrup. Here we go. <laughs> is classical music racist? Of course. Racism is built into KY horse racing history. Is industry ready to address the injustice? Sorry, white people, but trying too hard not to be racist is low-key kind of racist. White women's obsession with being nice is one of the most dangerous tools of white supremacy. There it is. Classical music, horse racing, trying not to be racist and being nice. (laughs) Dude, this is incredible stuff, man. Oh, yes. Please keep going. Drop the term Anglo-Saxon as it is bound up with white supremacy, says academics. The whiteness of Toy Story 4. What is happening? <laughs> Mary Poppins and Nanny's shameful flirting with blackface. What? They were... Jogging has always excluded black people. Okay. Anglo-Saxons, Toy Story 4, Mary Poppins, and jogging. Things that are racist, part 14. Cool. <laughs> Lake District must change to attract more diverse visitors. Okay. For those in my comments, from uh, Becca Lewis, for those in my comments who don't seem to know so-called trad wives are white supremacist women who devote themselves to domestic duties in the service of perpetuating the white race. It is a dog whistle meant to sound less white supremacist than it is. Wow. Episode of British icon Faulty Towers is pulled for racist content. Oh, oh, wait, there's more. They say episode featured a scene which uses derogatory racial comments. Hmm. We need to talk about digital blackface in in reaction gifs. Why is it so common? So (laughs) the Lake District, wives, quality towers, (laughs) and reaction gifs. This is is too much. I can't keep reading this. Here, I'm 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 not going to read the the titles. I'll just tell you the gist of it from now on. Yeah, sure. So because we've got too many. We've got too many. Part 14, botany, sandwiches, environmental activism, women. (laughs) Women have always been part of white supremacy. All women. Whoa. (laughs) Does that mean black women, too? I mean, they they didn't specify. It just said women. Science, Western philosophy. It literally says Western philosophy is racist. That's that's, that's it. Whoa. Libraries. Period. Can dogs be racist? Like children, dogs may pick up prejudices. Psychology today. Oh, man. Part 17. The racist roots of fighting obesity. Dieting is racist. How to decolonize your yoga practice. Stop doing it. It's cultural appropriation. Country music. Oh, that's the Lady Antebellum stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, the North American Scrabble Players Association is prepared to vote this week to ban more than 200 offensive words from its official lexicon for judging in tournaments. Scrabble. But this is worse. There's there's tournaments for Scrabble? Offensive words. Offensive words. Canceled. Offensive words. That would be the first word I play. There there are so many words that are offensive. (laughs) Yeah, of course there is. I'm not talking about slurs. It doesn't mean I'm you talking can... about people who just get offended by a word. Yeah, everybody. Well, no, I was going to say everybody, but some no, people get not offended by the word gets, he and she. Not everyone gets offended by any word. This is amazing. Sorry, part eighteen. Sorry. There's more. Wine shoes. Oh wow! Is your sexual desire for black people racist? Three questions to reveal the truth. Uh. Sexual racism is racism. 
If you're white and you find yourself writing off an entire ethnic group from your dating or sex life because you can't imagine finding them attractive, recognize this as a learnt behavior, which originates in white supremacy. Here's some more info. That's right. Say it. You have to say it, Tim. I'm going to make it family friendly. (laughs) Being in a relationship with a marginalized person or choosing not to be in a relationship with a marginalized person. They're both racist. Yep. Everything's racist. It is literally everything. Yep. Lego Lego movie 19. And this is the last one (laughs) from Elvis Presley to Patti Smith and the Stones. Rock music is built on racism. Why don't we care? The racist history of tipping. Oh, wow. I'm going to fall asleep. (gasps) Why so many white supremacists are into veganism. I knew it. What? This proves it, Adam. Adam. You have been exposed. (laughs) What? what, This is the most ridiculous (laughs) from Hitler to present day national socialists with YouTube cooking channels. The far right's anti meat ideology runs surprisingly deep. Yeah, I've seen the opposite, too. (laughs) It's the exact opposite. Wow. I'm so tired. of. I'm just so done. I wonder if they know that over in, uh, well, it, it's no longer Chaz, but the Chaz Portland the Portland uh, protesters that were asking for vegan, they, they were vegan all, stuff. They were all white supremacists. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss books are racist, new study says. Should kids still read them? I can't believe it, but uh, 19 tweets. Wow. 19. So what is that? 76. 76 stories where everything that could be racist is racist. Yeah. My friends. Basically. I think they countered. You were counterintuitive there. They were saying things that were racist, but then doing the opposite was racist also. So literally existing. speaking. White people existing are racist. If you exist and you're white, you're a racist. Especially if you're a woman. But that's goodness. That's what white fragility is about. Uh, seriously white fragility it, the book was you number one on amazon and it says white people are racist and if they deny it that proves they're racist wow therefore the only thing you can say is yes because you say no it proves it they call it a kafka trap that's a trap that yeah that the claim is that denying that you're something proves you're something it's like there's there's literally nothing you can do and that book was number one on amazon wow. and it's still in the top and there's like there's Zoom meeting calls where people are like holding up their copy of White Fragility. Yeah, I saw that. And there's and also White Rage. Embarrassing. Yep. And then there's uh there's, there's a bunch of intersectionalism books that are on the top. So I was saying I've you know never, what, I haven't seen more I I've seen more racist stuff in the past four months from all these people fighting fighting racism. It is insane how racist they all are. They I, are making listen, things racist that I had no idea. As the the only marginalized person here i am here by decreeing that i have the authority whenever you try to argue anything i'm just going to accuse you of being either fragile or exhibiting white rage gosh you, so so if people, i say people something are already like, already worried about the relationship here <laughs> no 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 thank you veganism pointing the, is white supremacy point, don't you point that finger that at me. proves it don't you point that minority finger <laughs> <laughs> that proves it adam you're a vegan, and that means you're a white supremacist. Well, I guess if Vice said it, geez. Well, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're agreeing. Yes. But don't you dare insult Vice. I don't want to see that white rage in this room. You respect Vice for what it is. Oh, I do. Oh, my goodness. There's literally a book called White Rage, and it's like the cover is being peeled, and it's like, you know, like behind the peel, it says White Rage. And it's the same argument. It's like, if someone comes to you and insults you and your family and you get angry, that proves you're racist. 
Like, well, what? People get mad about stuff all the time. People, yeah. people <laughs> forget that we're all humans. All Every the- human has anger. Every human, it's, it's it's so frustrating how they they want to polarize and divide us. And it's like, I, I refuse. I refuse. No, everybody's human. Everyone bleeds the same way. Anyone could be an awesome person. Anyone could be an a hole. Anyone could be an a hole. Yeah, I I didn't want to say the full full. But you're insulting people. Adam, I don't want Who? that white rage in this room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no matter what you do, if it can ever be construed in any way as fitting their narrative, they will do that. Have you ever Have you ever seen me actually mad? I don't think you have. N- no, not, not to like 11, but maybe like no. a 4. Yeah, yeah. That white rage, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing is the f- fragility. Yeah. The reason why she chose to use the word fragility is because it it's, it's a word meant to make someone angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So calling someone fragile is challenging their uh, – so it actually is a very clever use of the word. Yeah. If it makes people feel like they're unsuited for survival, it's a challenge to someone's uh, mental state. Okay. So people spend their whole lives developing a survival tactics, techniques, and, ide- and, and, and worldviews because it helped them survive. Mm-hmm. Challenging that – you know, uh, so if you present someone with evidence that would fracture their worldview – They'll have a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. And that's the point of using the word fragile so that when you're having a debate with someone, you can call them fragile, which is offensive, like a direct attack on their ego. All I have to say is the word vegan. Hey, I'm vegan. (gasps) But I mean, I don't say that because I don't don't care if people know or not. The the point is calling (laughs) someone fragile is an attack on their ego, which most people could be triggered by. Yeah, we have to we have to teach people need to teach their children how to not be so fragile. Learn how to have a spine. That's true, though. Thick skin. Yeah. Like when someone people tell me yeah, these we things. We got to bring that back. Like that guy was telling me I'd be first against the wall or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, bro, your Facebook message isn't. I just don't. I don't even care. I, I think it's funny, actually. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're like some scrawny dude in Chicago who works at like, you know, Grubhub or something. Yeah. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you think is going to happen if you show up at my house? It's, it's bringing back to uh, what Marcellus Wiley said. Everyone has the platform. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm kind of now I'm playing off of it, it, it in my own kind of view on it. It's everyone now because the Internet exists and we have this social media, everyone always goes to I am the top most expert in the field of m- your perspective. And that it just people just ignore the rest of it, you know, because they're the expert in their field and and they have a platform to show it. And because anyone can see it the people that do see it and and prop them up are the people that agree with it so of course they think that they're right and that's that's an issue reform 230 reform section 230 allow everyone back in the debate allow everyone into the debate reform section 230 that's huge specifically it's huge we really need to clarify to make sure you please explain it all Section 230 means that Twitter, Facebook, and all these big websites are immune from libel prosecution for the things we say. If I post on Twitter, you know, Adam Krigler is not a true, is not really vegan. I saw him eat a cheeseburger. That's a lie. Right. Adam can't sue Twitter for, po- for, for being the platform on which it was published. He has to sue me. Section 230 guarantees that they are immune from, from these, these defamation suits and gives them the leeway to actually remove content they view as objectionable. Initially, objectionable was meant to mean like if someone posted 
murder or porn or something. Yeah. But now, because objectionable has no real interpretation, they just say, oh, I don't know, if you say learn to code, that's objectionable. Banned. Yeah. So what needs to happen is the language needs to be changed to say legal. That they uh, uh, objectionable should be changed to illegal. That they are protected from, from, from libel lawsuits, defamation lawsuits, so long as in good faith, they only remove content that is illegal. Right. There will still be po- false positives. You will still get banned if they think you are making a death threat or something. Right. However, for the most part, you can say whatever dumb opinion you want about whatever group of people, whatever, you know, be it I hate communists or whatever, and they can't ban you for it because then they would lose their protections. And if they did ban you, then you'd file a claim and then the government, like then the feds would probably be like, you can't do this. Now, one of the problems too is they're trying to have it both ways. So I'm pretty sure there's been several examples where they've already been in violation of the law anyway. Okay. And they try and argue that removing certain things was objectionable anyway when it like by any sane definition, it wasn't. Learn to code. Clearly, the platforms are already in violation of section 230. Yeah. Hashtag learn to code is not objectionable. So what gives them the ground to remove that? I think the other part of it was harassing. So like section 230 needs to be totally reformed. The only thing they can remove, illegal. And that will change everything overnight. Yep. And Free cancel speech. cancel participation trophies. Yep. Just a little cherry. Cancel on. culture yeah, will be cherry over. Cherry on top. Yeah, it will be. Cancel, cancel culture will be done yep. with 230 reform. Because you, you still might get you, you still might get fired and stuff, but it will remove your banning from social media. So that means a large portion of cancellation, which is getting people banned through flagging, brigading, and strikes, would be gone mm-hmm. outright. That means if somebody had a big channel, Alex Jones. Yep. Now, Alex Jones, they probably still could have banned because what he said, he said something about grabbing your battle rifles and they could argue incitement. Oh, okay. And then he would have to go to court and argue that it wasn't and a court would decide if it was or wasn't. So uh, Will Chamberlain of Human Events has argued that social media access should be a human right and that if if you ever get banned, you should be able to go to a court immediately and get an injunction to restore your accounts. Yeah. So Section 230 reform and then I defer to Will, who's the actual lawyer. Yeah, I think it's huge. We jump over to the super chat. But first, oh wait, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at, <laughs> wrong thing. I needed my pillow. Yeah, smash <laughs> that like button. Well, you, you had the pillow, you threw it. I, smash. I don't it. need the pillow. That's just a pillow. Just a prop. If it's, you, it's the feeling, it's the emotion that smash, really counts. Listen, listen. Do you need to understand the importance of smashing that like button? Because it really does help the channel. But also, you can subscribe, hit the notification bell, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TimCast. You can follow at Adam Krigler, Instagram and Twitter, and Parlor as well, all of us on Parlor. That's true. And of course, at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. <laughs> I got a pretty brutal super chat right here. Oh, brutal, Oh, huh? boy. Can you see it? Oh, wait. Do you want to read it? I, I can't read it from here, but... Let's see. Bloodlust Honor says, my girlfriend just dumped me over text. Have the money I was going to spend on our anniversary. Oh painful sorry dude wow but thank you for the super chat you're better off man i'm sorry have tome says as societies grow decadent the language grows decadent too words are used to disguise not to illuminate action you liberate a city by destroying it words are to confuse so that an elect at election time people will solemnly vote against their own interests gore vidal interesting do we have more enough we don't okay and then uh, MH says, enjoy your book. I sent you Adam. Oh, wait, Thank someone you. sent me a book? They did. They sent you a book. You guys, you guys open all the mail and don't tell me anything. So, well, it's probably not I here didn't yet. get it. Sorry. It's not here yet. 
It yeah. may not be here yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah. We'll I blame I blame you. Guys. Someone sent us a skateboard from 1971. That's really cool. Yeah. All right. Let's see where we at. Well, wait. Hold on. Thank you for whoever just sent me a book. There you go. You better let me know when it comes. Renee Villarreal says, Tim and Adam, I recently left my job and moved back to my hometown to try and start my own business. My dream is to bring engineering jobs here, and, I, and I'm now organized to help places hurt by roots find a good way to help. Maybe there's a typo in there. I'm not sure. Sounds awesome. I'm yeah. really, really, that's, that's awesome. We, we, we need to boost either our economy, you know, small towns. Burris. Back. Burris says, not sure if it works this way, but what happens when the entire state of California becomes a Native American nation and the Dems lose 55 electoral votes? Also, I sent you a message about firearms on Instagram. I mean, think about it. The ruling with Oklahoma is just the beginning. Yeah, that you, I, we didn't uh, bring up that map that you were showing me earlier, which is like I all, couldn't find it. Yeah, it was, it was so good. But so, all of California is essentially a Native American reservation, a, a reservation that we literally took over. from border the to border, the entire state of yep. California could just be gone. So let's 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 say that with this this ruling on Oklahoma, mm-hmm. we see an escalation in lawsuits, and you, and they build off one another from the, using this logic. It's interesting, though, because that means Washington, Oregon, and California. Mm-hmm. That's a ton of Democrat ele- uh, you know, electoral votes and representatives. is gone. <laughs> Makes it all federal ter- territory. What is going to be the United States? So Wolfmane says they didn't give away half of Oklahoma. Land ownership hasn't changed. This only expanded the portion of Oklahoma considered tribal land for purpose of legal prosecution against tribal members for crimes within that area. And so... I, right, we brought this up, and the argument is from Roberts and from the state is that this will open the door and go further than that, though right. the ruling itself is based upon whether the state has the right to prosecute certain individuals. But the argument has been made. They wrote it down. I'm imagining someone's going to take that and say, precedent, boom, here's the opinion. This is what they said. Then shouldn't this be the case? Uh, you're gonna, I, I'm willing to bet a ton of lawyers have just, just immediately launched a, a, a you know, Ton, ton of lawsuits. Yep. And we'll, we'll see which ones make it. It'll take 20 years. You yep, know, we'll see what happens. See it. Saitama says, Tim, as a teacher in rural Alaska, which is uh, Yupik U- U- land, my, uh, my guess is, okay, we'll have a system like AK. You'll have both tribal and state government. Interesting. Flo says, with civil strife, the economy being put on hold because of COVID and the rise of the radical left, it seems like the U.S. is fertile ground for the third position to make an appearance. Thoughts? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? I do not. Let me look no? it up. Is that fascism or something? Maybe. Andrew says, hey, Tim and crew, take time to field strip, clean, and lubricate your guns. A well-oiled machine is a well-functioning machine. Also, did you know they make perfume out of whale vomit? It's called ambergris. Also, uh, well, I'm adding that. Also, when is it socially acceptable to wear wood clogs? Always. Please. It's, it's always... I, I don't know. What, what are clogs for? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's cultural appropriation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not just Dutch. They're Swedish, too. Are they? Yeah. Oh, I've oh. worn them myself. I'm, a, I'm part Dutch, actually. I actually, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you are I actually cool. want a pair. There's this uh, specific company that makes... They've been making clogs forever. And they're actually crazy comfortable. All right? Let me just say. I've worn, I've worn them, like legitimate ones. They're comfortable. Hmm. Yep. Just throwing that out She'll there. She'll always wear them. Mm-hmm. Nice. In in before clogs are racist. Okay. <laughs> so, Enkriz says, this is a fight for the soul of Western civilization. Europe has lost. Latin America never embraced its heritage. 
The day the U.S. loses, we will live under China's authoritarian boot. The yep. U.K. defeated the Nazis when the end was nigh. The U.S. must survive for the West to do so. I think China is dramatically more powerful than anyone realizes. Absolutely. They've been engaging in subversive tactics to gain control for decades. Definitely. We've given up our manufacturing base to foreign countries, and we're about to sign the TPP before Trump came Nearly in. Nearly 100% of our manufacturing is, is over there. Is, it gonna, is, it, is, it, is Trump enough to stop China or just to slow it down? We need more people to, to wake up. Red pill, red pill, red pill, red pill, red pill, red pill. It's not even about the wake idea. Up. It's, Get involved. Man, I, we need unity. Yep. We need everyone to recognize the threat, but everyone's fighting each other. And it's, it's perfect. China's, not, China's an authoritarian government where everyone's forced to do whatever the state says. Yeah, it's true. I'm not confident, man. Deus Flex says, U.S. Navy, six years. It's normal for military commands to have a diver, uh, diversity committee. Most of the time, they organize events such as Black History Month, MLK Day, but identitarian talking points are occurring more often lately. Yeah, it's seeping in, man. Yeah, it's changing. It's over. Uriel says, I've been trying to contact you for the last three days. I was told to contact you by one of your employee about canceling them. Ah, uh, yes. I expect you to stand by your word and give him and his coworker a raise. <laughs> well, you didn't tell me who you were trying to cancel, so. Oh. And which him. Oh. Him? Uh, do you identify as a man? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. So I'm I'm his coworker. Yep. I'm so. going to be giving a raise to a him. Yes. It'll be Tim. It'll be Bugu. Oh, how Who? dare you? He peed in the corner. He so, did. I object. So you admit it's, it's have, not yeah. Bucko. I, I I'm going to take the win. Let's right. move on. <laughs> no no no. Hold on. Hold Next on. super this chat. This needs to be addressed. Is from his wait, biblical wait, wait. name is Bucko. <laughs> so derogatory. And we I call him. No Bugu. one calls him that. Versus, it, nobody calls me Timothy. Sometimes. Nobody. Very yeah, rare. Like when I'm getting yelled at. No, I'm just Timothy, like, yeah, get in here and clean your so room. Cute. <laughs> no. <laughs> Timothy Daniel Poole. Using Never all three that. names. Oh, no. Only once. Ever. Cadge says, these people have kindled a hatred in my heart. I often delve into dark part of mind when left to myself. I love this country and the freedom my ancestors fought for. Now I pray when I didn't before. That, see, that's what I'm talking about earlier. They're, they are trying to instill racism again. That's, yeah, they want, that's all I see. Yeah. They're reactionaries. 100%. They're just trying to convince everyone they're racist. So listen, racism is everywhere. Reactionary is a reference to the people who try to resist the progress and change. Oh, okay. And so what they do is a very clever tactic is to accuse your enemy that of what you do. And that's, you know, I think that's one of the rules for radicals, right? Yeah. Yep. Accuse your enemy of what you are yep, doing. Exactly. That's what they do. So they call, say, yep. me a reactionary. Yeah. When in fact, I'm proposing liberty and progress and upholding the revolutionary changes. What you need to understand is that before 1964, and even in most parts of the world today, identitarianism is the, is the law of the land. Like most countries are ethnically homogenous. Okay. And so the United States passed a bunch of laws like the Civil Rights Act of 1964, yeah. the ruling loving v. Virginia. And I say, these are great things. We should continue to strive forward. What is the left doing? Repealing. The Democrats in California have repealed from their constitution. They voted to so far. It goes, in the, goes, goes to the referendum on, in November. Yep. Removing. It, that, that is reactionary. They're trying to resist the changes brought about. No surprise. It's the Democrats. Nope. I'm not surprised. I think I'm not protecting. either. They, 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 they were the original reactionaries over in the Civil War. That's true. And they are they're still today. And they accuse you of being the reactionary. Exactly. Reactionary is a reference to the French uh, Revolution where um, pro-monarchy groups reacted to the revolution and fought back. That's what it means. Mm. But now it's typically just used to reference anybody who resists, you know, the revolution or whatever. 
they're not engaging in a revolution. They're trying to turn back the clock on freedom of speech. Yep. Freedom of speech, as we know it, is relatively new. It was a Supreme Court ruling that guaranteed these rights. We used to have morality rules. We, you, you weren't allowed to swear. It was obscenity rules. Wow. And then the Supreme Court made decisions about what you could and couldn't say, uh, enshrining freedom of speech. It, in, the, in the 1900s, you could not live in the same building with someone of a different race. They are now proposing segregation. These are not new things. This is not a new revolution. They're right. turning the clock back. Yeah. They're leftist revolutionaries. Yes, they are. Uh, reactionaries, I'm sorry. Not revolutionaries. No. Roger That Trucker says, coin toss uh, uh, bounds for your employees. Smash that like button and spin the UAP. <laughs> oh, he said UAP. I'm going to spin the UFO. The, the unidentified UFO. aerial phenomenon. Oh, yeah. That's the official terminology now. Yeah, but we know this is a UFO. Well, technically, it's identified. So it's, it's an IFO? Yeah. It's flying. It's, it's an object. Disc. Yeah. Magnetic levitating disc. Here we go. Villain Music Dude says, I question when we demonize white supremacy and Nazi symbolism that we for some reason can't recognize the same evils of communism. I think we're in the period of normalization now of the subversive war slowly but surely. It's really weird that you can see people walking around with communist flags and like nobody cares. Right. That's really, and not, not even communist, but Soviet. During, during there's a protest I was at in Boston. There was a guy on the left side flying a Soviet flag, wow. not the communist flag. And so the first thing I tried saying is, I was interviewing a DSA guy. He's like, no, no, we don't, nobody here is flying Soviet flag. And then when, he, when I pointed to it, he was like, oh, no, 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 that's not ours. That's not ours. And someone else was like, that's actually not even a Soviet flag. That's just like communism, you know? Like, it's ideology. It's nothing to do with the, the state. And then I pointed at the stars, and they were like, oh, <laughs> no, that's the Soviet flag, dude. And, and tell me the again Soviet why, Union why you killed. hate the Confederate flag. Isn't it the same same kind of thing? Well, that, was, know, what, that like, was what was funny about it. One side, you had a bunch of people, and then someone was flying a Confederate flag. And then yeah. this side, you had a bunch of people, and they were flying a Soviet flag. Just but two here's different the, well, versions. Yeah. In the front of each group, uh -huh. what do you think the right was holding? An American flag? Shields. Oh, shields. And what do you think the left was holding? Molotov cocktails? Clubs. Ah. And, ba and bars and baseball bats. And Sith. One side was Shame. saying, don't tread on me. The other side was saying, we will tread. Hmm. Yep, that's a good point. That's it. The authoritarians and the libertarians, man. The people yep. who say, leave me alone, let me do my thing. And the people who say, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess you up. Hmm. Krista says, Republicans should amend the 230 protections to force companies to become material witnesses in these canceling attempts for civil defamation cases. Oh, I don't know about that. That would probably just shut them down. They get, they get overrun with requests they couldn't, they couldn't uh, actually handle. Yeah, good point. Silly Goose says, flooding in China. Three Gorges Dam. Have y'all spoken about this? Has it broken yet or something? Did I, it? I know that it's, it, it's, they were saying that it's looking like it could break. There's fissures, you know, cracks. I, granted, I haven't looked into it in a, a few days. So it, no idea. By all, I mean, it could have broken. I, I don't know. Look at this. Look at this. Rinsler says, historically, Democrats were for segregation. Democrats now are for segregation. Explain to me how the party switched. Right. They didn't. They didn't. They just convinced more people to be on board with them yep. under the guise of being progressive. Being woke. Socialism says, Tim, look into the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. It was put in, uh, into place for situations like this. Interesting. Image says, what state you moving to should go to Iowa. You make plenty of Dubuque references. Do I? I've been there before, though. But uh, not going to Iowa. And we're not going to ever say where we go. No one will ever know where we are. No one will know. It's because we're actually going to uh, a gigantic underground bunker run by lizard people. Oh, I thought we were Dude. going to space. 
not supposed no, 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 to say no, that we, part we, of it. Always, oh, we changed our mind. No, 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 no. You got, you got it confused. The the underground bunker can launch into space. <gasps> okay. When if the, when be. That's where I was when confused. the when when the meteor comes to All destroy right. the. Oh, I mean, um, we're we're moving Everything to New Hampshire. <laughs> yes, New Hampshire, Maine, New Hampshire, Ma Maine, Rhode Island. Yes, not Mass Massachusetts. No lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> Alternative said, "Did you watch Andrew Schultz on Sean King and Jesus?" As a Christian, it's hilarious and pretty spot on. He even called King Snow J. Simpson. Dude, it was amazing. <laughs> to his face? I haven't seen that. Andrew but, Schultz. Oh, my goodness. Is amazing. His, his <laughs> bits are. to his face. No, 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 no. He did a segment. Oh, okay. He was just he, talking about him? He talked about Sean King, and he probably had like <laughs> 25 Whoa. derogatory references. Oh, man. <laughs> for Sean King, dude. Jeez. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Who likes Sean King? The activists don't like him. They're always ragging on him. Yeah, I guess so. They always rag on him, like for like mis mishandling funds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's bad I don't know, man. Mavis says, "So if the term master is racist, does that make the master from Doctor Who racist?" Yes. Jake Johnson says, "Super conservative Texan here. Strongly disagree on a handful of things, but you guys are rational, honest people. So I watch you almost every video. Thank really you. appreciate Thanks, it. Man. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's all that uh, we ask. Huh? You know, you know. What I think the thing is too. You know, it's made this all really easy." for like the crossover between liberals and conservatives right now like l real ones yeah is that we're not talking about the wedge issues anymore right it used to be like what's your stance on abortion that was like the thing yeah yeah gay marriage lgbt rights like those are kind of not really big deals the lg the trans stuff for sure there's a clear delineation between left and right yeah but when you have like joe rogan is not conservative in any respect no, right i guess on guns maybe but he's he's challenged this stuff. He's talked about it all the time because he's a you know an MMA commentator and he, he brings it up. Mm -hmm. So this is not even a clearly delineated policy debate on LG, on, on on trans issues in sports. Yeah. But we don't. All, the only the only thing we're really talking about is fundamental rights at this point. And most Americans like their right to speak. Yeah. They don't want to be fired for saying wrong words. Right. Exactly. But how many of them have no idea what's going on, and will just vote not in their own interests? Because Joe Biden is so I, we, we not gotta, Trump. We gotta not let people convince that we've lost. I won't do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna speak up. I'm speaking up louder than I've ever had before. Facebook people. People know who I am. The Republicans have to sweep. I, I think they are. I think they're going to. I, I think, think people. People across the country are are waking up and are seeing what's going on to this country, and it is being torn apart, torn down, lied to. It, it's crazy. If the Republicans win the Senate and the House, mm -hmm. but lose the presidency, which would be kind of unheard of. Then they'll try and pass 230 reform, and Biden will say no. True. If they don't win the House or the Senate, then they will not be able to pass 230 reform, and Trump can say please all he wants. He can't do anything. Yeah. There's no executive order he can do to actually make that happen unless there's an act of Congress to do something. Yeah. So they need every branch, every single one. Otherwise, these lawsuits will take decades if they want to make it to the Supreme Court. If yeah, it even true. you know, so by then conservatives won't exist. I I, I I talked to you about how the wheel rotates, right? Yeah. How like far right becomes ban gets banned, and then right becomes far right, and then center becomes right, and then left becomes center. Mm. They keep rotating the wheel. So you look at how like the Don Lemon thing is the best example. Don Lemon going on a rant talking about, you know, that Bill O'Reilly wasn't going hard enough on the black community. Right. So that was like back then he Don Lemon has shifted very, very far to the left now. Very, very far. And you, you look at 
what Bill O'Reilly said. If Tucker Carlson said what Don Lemon said, they'd, they'd be like off of his head. Yeah. So T- T- Tucker Carlson is like a moderate and they're calling him a far right white nationalist and all these awful things because they're preparing to ban him. They're trying to cut his advertisers and get him shut down. Yeah. They're calling me a liberal conservative. And then in two to three years, they'll be calling me far right. And so they're spinning the wheel all the way. There's a, there's a couple of memes that are going around. They're hilarious where it's got Bernie Sanders in the center. Okay. And they're like, Bernie Sanders is, is a centrist. They're really trying to push this. And they say, you're just confused, America, because so many of your politicians are far right that you don't realize that Bernie Sanders, an avowed socialist, is actually just a centrist. Bernie Sanders has proposed that 20% of corporate stocks be owned by the people. Wow. Like, that's that's not centrist at all, dude. No. That's fairly far left. Yeah. Uh, socialist. Yeah. 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 Let's see here. Jonathan, uh, Johansson says, just waiting on Texas to say we've had enough and just walk away. After all, this is no longer the same country that it originally uh, ha- had originally been a part of or any state. I mean, what happens then? Like, what happens if, if this jurisdictional, uh, you know, uh, order from the Supreme Court, what happens if the state of Oklahoma says, no, we are not going to give up our jurisdiction in this area? In I, fact, I we have want no more. idea. I don't know. I don't know much about, uh, you know, that specific part of the law. You know? it's, not, it's not about law. It's about them saying we don't care about the law. What happens if the governor of Oklahoma says, nope. Good point. Bye bye. Send in the troops. National Guard's called in. We don't care about your ruling, SCOTUS. This is our state, and we will not cede jurisdiction. What happens? Will the feds send in soldiers? Who knows? The feds will send in DHS to go quell the uprising in Oklahoma. Then many other states panic and say that ruling negatively impacts us because now we're going to cede territory to past native tribes as well. So they join Oklahoma forming hard lines. And then the catalyst for the Second Civil War is Native American rights. And then when the Union wins... And we get oh, no, 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 no. Get it right. The catalyst for all of this is a rapist raping <laughs> a four-year-old. That's why they ruled. That's what this is about. Yep. And that, that blows my mind. They said, yep, this guy's right. He shouldn't, he, he, his convictions should be overturned. Yeah, yeah it's disgusting. Right, of all people. It's disgusting. But, but the, the scenario is 10 other states have said they're at risk over this. Yeah. So now we start having debates over whether or not to give back Native American land and many of these states say no and then threaten to secede from the union yeah. because they will lose control of their entire state. They're, this is a real con- conflict that, you know, I'm not saying it's likely, but the seeds are there yep. that are very similar to the previous civil war. States being like, I'm not going to give the federal government the right for us to lose jurisdiction on our own, our own state. Yeah. We, Oklahoma. It, the states declared sovereignty along, like, like like ten years ago or something. Okay, and all all that really means is they were asserting that they have the rights unto themselves to enforce their laws to to function as they as they see fit. It is the United States of America, right? Each state has become united to become America. The reason Trump can't move in with all this unrest is because of the way the Constitution works, particularly mm-hmm. the Tenth Amendment, that the rights that are not you know, part of the Constitution or whatever are, are kept to the states. Yeah. So now SCOTUS is trying to tell straight up Oklahoma, not it's not it's not, it's not necessarily about the, the, the reservation. It's that the reservation is federal under federal jurisdiction. So Oklahoma is cleaved in half in a certain respect that it used to be Oklahoma controlling this. Now it's half Native American reservation, which then answers to the, the federal government, which is almost like another state, yeah. essentially. So Oklahoma says no. 
And they say, F you. And then they send in the National Guard to, to lock down the area saying, we're not giving in. We won't do it. We won't, we won't let the federal government come and tell us half our state is gone. Or, or you know, it's in terms of these criminal prosecutions. Or what happens if in five years, the arguments have escalated to the point where everything is falling apart. Taxes. Yeah, I mean, it just happened today, right? So, we're, I mean, the implications of all this is going to be a cascade effect. They say it won't affect property rights and stuff like that. But I it imagine won't, it won't. It won't. Saying? Okay. Because it's supposed to be about criminal law. But how does that affect taxes if someone doesn't pay? What, there's a crime there, right? Right. So what's going to happen? They say so, it's, so they don't have to pay state taxes then? Well, right? th- those changes aren't happening now. But what I imagine is someone will make an argument. Yeah. And there'll be a lawsuit. And they'll say, if this has historically been Native American territory, then why am I paying taxes to the state of Oklahoma? Hmm. I should be paying taxes to the Native American tribe. And what will happen is then you get the, the uh, um, what is it, the, what's the name of the tribe? Muskogee? Is that it? I think that's right. They'll say, Oklahoma state taxes X percent. We'll do X minus one. And then everyone says, yep, yep, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm part of this, not them. Then other states that are facing the same lawsuits, make that move. I have make no idea move. what's going to happen. Well, I don't really. We'll see, man. Yeah. Someone's, uh, Jackson says, don't forget tribal membership isn't based on blood. You can be made a member arbitrarily. You think, say, Jeff Bezos can't buy membership or anyone else who wants to be above local law. Interesting. So my grandfather actually worked with uh, Native Americans and uh, they found oil in some places and they they actually um, brought him in and gave him an honorary title. Uh, I'm not going to say it, um, but does that mean does that, imp- does that mean I'm part of that? It was my it was my grandfather. So I think you could apply. That's a good question. Does it travel, does it it travel in, through was it know, their nation? Blood? Um, so I guess, well, I mean, it's... I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure a lot of these tribes offer up uh, tribal citizenship to anyone who, who asks under certain conditions. Mm. Because they, they, they want revenue, they want tax, they want industry. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I could be wrong about this, it's not something I've researched, but I read somewhere that, like, you could renounce your U.S. citizenship to become a tribal citizen or something, mm-hmm. which you're still under federal jurisdiction or whatever, so it's kind of... No, I'm proud to be an American. Let's see. Dark says, Tim, why aren't you on Parlor? I have my assumptions, but will keep them to myself to not force a no out situation from the question. I am on parlor. I'm literally on parlor at Timcast. We all are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finish. And finish I've got like super chat. He says, "Adam, glad you're on here. On here. On there. Yeah. We're all on there. <laughs> we, are, yeah. we are. We are all on there. <laughs> I just wanted you to read it. <laughs> but there's one more important thing that must be says. Smash said. that like button. Oh well, I was smash gonna, it. I was going to say subscribe. More important, smash the like button. <laughs> You may finish speaking, Tim. Maximum Weeb says, I'm Raj M., Indian immigrant refugee from New Jersey to Texas. After an incredible Mount Rushmore speech, highly recommend you watch I'm definitely voting for Donald Trump, but libertarian all down ballot. The wild card here is Kanye West, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we watched it. Dirty T says, it does affect property rights. Every property owner just lost ownership of their land. It belongs to the tribe. Most reservations run a socialist type of government. So they say it doesn't, and they're going to cooperate. But the point I'm making is, especially when you look at the arguments by the state, is it will. Because the court said, listen, the court goes, this is only about federal crimes. That's that's the ruling we're doing. But it is true that this is a reservation and always has been. Right. Boom. They're setting that precedent for all the cascade effect for many different things. Now what happens is that the tribal leaders will start going business to business. They'll send out letters saying you owe the tribe X in taxes. They can. What what are the what is it? They don't they don't know. They'll decide probably whatever they want. And then the people are going to be like, I have to pay this. And then tribal authorities can show up to your business and be like, you 
lawsuits will will ensue. Yeah. And then some, the, the, the lawyers will say, look at what the Supreme Court has already ruled. Yep. This is a reservation. These people illegally settled on this land. It was their choice. They could leave. Therefore, they owe taxes. If you were born in Chicago and then rented an apartment in Chicago, you can't go, well, I didn't choose to live here. No, you got to pay your taxes. So if the Supreme Court says that's jurisdiction, then what's to stop this from opening the door? Yep. Aaron says, Tim, this is a late one. Sorry, but just saying as a Michigander who is in Hong Kong, I feel like I'm real. I'm literally jumping from a frying pan into a fire as I try to escape HK with my family. Yikes, man. Well, hope you make it out. I think it would be great if the U.S. brought in a lot of uh, as many as many people from Hong Kong who are willing to come here and relocate. I mean, they, they clearly love America. Seriously. They, they had a bigger parade than one I've seen. I saw on July 4th. There were so many people filling the streets, carrying American flags, being proud of America. You know, you're you're welcome here. Yeah. People people want. Well, hopefully that. you get out safe. Yeah. But uh, the bad news is it is now beyond 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. And for the sake of my voice, we must go to bed. Tim must go to bed. Yep. Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in the kitchen and eat one of those ma- frozen mango popsicles that we have. Oh, or yeah. three or four. Or three. Maybe. You, get, you totally. both just chug them down. They're, They're awesome. amazing. Oh, my gosh. It's the basically just pureed mango frozen into a bar. You just, oh, I no, dare. I dare. I dare. dare. Yeah, and there's strawberry <laughs> one. So I'm going to go sit back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy that and then go to bed. But thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live, as per usual, with clips up throughout the day. Yep. So make sure that you smash the like button. Yes. Smash, smash, smash. And yeah. smash the subscribe button yes. and the notification bell. <gasps> Tomorrow's and Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow's Friday. Jam night. Ooh. We will play some music tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to play, play some music. And actually, I'm going to be uh, start doing my first live episode on AdamCast IRL. Uh, Ian Crossland got back this week. Oh, I'm over here now. Yep, sorry. Um, so you can actually find me on YouTube, um, AdamCast IRL. So this Saturday night, we're going to be doing our first episode. It starts at 8, just like... Just like this show starts at eight, really easy to, to remember. So you can find me over there, Adam Cast IRL on YouTube, and uh, follow me, and you can uh, watch the first show. It's gonna be awesome. fun. So do you know what you're gonna be talking the about? The fir- first official show. Um, I'm gonna be deep diving into um, the idea of remakes versus remasters, and what makes video games, um, a, what makes a good a game a good game. And we're gonna be basing this on Dark Souls. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really do a deep dive on um, what makes Dark Souls such a, a good game and uh, comparing it to other games that I've played in my life. And we're, me and Ian's a gamer also. So if you're into games, uh, that's going to be our first episode. We, we were going to do a deep dive on Carl Sagan, um, but I don't know if I'm going to do a full two hours. Um, I think I might just do like one um, subject per episode. So this Saturday, 8 p.m., you can check me out and... Uh, very cool. So, right everybody, Thank thanks you. for hanging out. Don't forget on your way out to smash the like button, and we will see you tomorrow at 8 p.m. Bye, guys. Good night.